welcome to another exciting episode of Hindsight is Horrifying, where normally two seemingly normal adults talk about movies, blah, blah, blah. But tonight, tonight, we are doing something very different. Tonight is a first in historic moment in the studio of Hindsight is Horrifying, because we have not only one guest, mm-hmm. who is an Adam, but we have... Wait, what? I know. Surprise, surprise, right? How did that happen? I know. It's so weird. <laughs> but we have two returning guests. Thrice returning guests, yes. listeners. Yes. This is a big damn deal. Yes. At, at, at three times it's official, you have a problem. We are... If you're still friends with us, absolutely. Yeah. It's like a menage a quad. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. How did we know this was going to go Wait. south that quickly? <laughs> Wouldn't that involve, you, does that involve a wheelchair? We, we should know better at this point. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's, Whatever that's, you're into. That's, yeah. that's the night, tone. Folks. And scene. And close. This is hindsight and good night. No, but uh, that actually sets a really good tone so for very, the movie. Very, very appropriate tone for this movie. Uh, tonight, we are premiering a brand new type of episode that we hope to do at least once a year, um, maybe more if everyone in Australia likes it. Tonight <laughs> is the first ever annual Hindsight is Horrifying Guys versus Girls Battle Royale. Yeah. Battle Royale. Of the Battle Royale, the guys have their pick. And we, Adam and I, have picked a movie. We 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 said, what guy movie can we pick that is awesome, that's amazing, fantastic, a wonderful Ugh. piece of cinema that will also subject the girls to immense pain and, and, and discomfort. And so much eye-rolling that it hurts. Yes. <laughs> it's a feel-good film. It is a feel-good <laughs> In film. In many ways. A it doctor is. feel-good film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has a very sweet and touching ending. Um, and there's a lot of touching in it. Um, I am, of course, talking about 1982's classic, the first ever Ron Howard directed movie, Night Shift, starring Henry the Fonz Winkler and Michael, I'm Batman, Keaton. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Night Shift is a, uh, it's a, it's one of those early 80s comedies that sort of captured into this zeitgeist there was this thing going on in cinema at the time where people were sitting back asking themselves what if a normal guy became a pimp and uh, we got lots and lots of movies that were that were sort of based on that theme and uh, this i think it it would be easy to argue is the best of those movies this is of course the movie where two guys who work in a morgue decide to turn the morgue into the center of operations for a pimping organization, or as they call it, love brokering. And uh, it's it's a fantastic film. It's the first Ron Howard film, the first time Ron Howard and Brian Singer ever uh, collaborated. Uh, Singer produced it, Ron Howard directed it. Grazer, I believe. Brian oh, Grazer. Brian Gra- I'm sorry, not Brian Singer, yeah. Brian. Yeah, get it together, Jason. Brian, well, Brian sorry, Singer's sorry. Uh, yeah, in jail diff- time now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Different, different Brian reasons. also in, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Brian. But um, as far as what the plot is, 
I think that's about the plot of it. Uh, Adam, do you have anything? Uh, how would you How would you summarize? Well, the why plot? don't we introduce him before we ask him questions? <laughs> well, everybody knows who he is. Anyway. All right. Yeah. The, well, well, why don't we do? Do that? they though? Because we've had a confusion a confusion with the Adams lately. That is true. We do um, have about four. There are a lot of us. I'm yeah. confused. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've mentioned uh, your friend Adam, who helped you helped you invent the jealousy. Uh, yes, scale yes. for We're jellies. Still, still waiting on the Nobel Prize. For we that. have Adam Darby who picks movies about creepy clowns, and we yes. have Adam Brown who picks movies with primarily naked ladies in them. Yes. So mm-hmm. there's there's a distinction for you listeners. Yes. So you're good, Adam. <laughs> um, I'd much rather that than the creepy clowns. I'm the fun Adam. Yeah. Oh, okay. Darth, yeah. why don't you introduce uh, the guests and then tell us your summary of what we are about to discuss? Yes, yeah, so listeners, we do, as we said, have Adam Brown from our Shakespeare troupe of Much Ado About Nothing back with us in the studio. In case you don't recognize his sultry tones over there in the corner. And we also have thrice returning Katie from The Mummy and Clueless, where we almost destroyed Jason's soul. One of the most fun (laughs) episodes of the If I had one, it would be destroyed. It was a stretch assignment. You know, it helped you grow. Yeah, it really did. It took you out of your comfort zone, just like this movie did for us. Well, it was actually sort of a zen experience, because I just had to focus on Alicia Silverstone's, uh, you know, body the whole time and, and... and shut the rest of the world They didn't out. make it hard yeah. for you to do in the No, it was actually, either, oddly so. enough, it was very easy. <laughs> they made the eye candy very, very easy to spot. But yeah, so we have Adam and Katie in the studio with us today, which is very exciting. And what would say you say? Hello. Say hello. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> hello, hindsiders. Mm-hmm. Welcome wow, back, guys. Wait, that's a new term. Hindsiders. I like that. Hi- hashtag hindsiders. Awesome. There we go. Awesome. Maybe that's what we'll call our followers if they ever actually get on social media and talk to us. Hey, no, they are. They're on Instagram. That's the thing. We just had to find the right one. They do. Yeah. Follow, and that's all thanks to Katie, who uh, got us on Instagram in the first place because we're a couple of uh, crotchety old timers when it comes to social media. We were on the countenance novel and the tweeter. So <laughs> yeah, uh, the tweeter. we were really good at social media. Still, it's all about the gram, man. Yeah, I can't believe oh, my, that the, the MySpace page just gets no traffic. It's so weird. <laughs> Are you still friends with Tom? <laughs> he should be interacting with you at the very least. They'll pry your AOL account from your cold, dead hands, won't they? they yes. w- I still mm-hmm. have one, and of I'm course. not ashamed. <laughs> this, oh. this, this from the guy in the corner who has a Hotmail account still, so I don't wow. even want to talk Ooh. about that. Hey, I, I, I remember had, when that was cutting edge. Yeah, I had a Prodigy account. Oh, my. Yeah, it, it, right before they were bought by Sears. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> listeners, the whole point of this awesome new type of episode that we're doing is so that we can pit the boys against the girls and the guys pick a guy's movie for the girls to watch and vice versa. And then each team disparages the pick of the other. So, Katie, with that said, well, what would you no, say? No, we, are... we analyze it fairly. Oh, hell no. Y'all are going down. <laughs> no, it is straight bros before hoes tonight, my friends. Oh, my. Ooh. Well, since the girls came first, Adam pointed out it is hoes before bros tonight. That is true. So there we yes. go. Uh, but yeah, I would say my synopsis, and Katie, tell me if you agree, um, Batman and boring Fonzie open a brothel in a morgue. No. Uh, yeah, and pimp out Diane from Cheers. And no, no, shenanigans. It, it, no, it's it's <laughs> Batman and uh, the, the Fonzie Fonz. when he got hit on the head and thought he was Richie Cunningham. Oh my God, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what it is. You yeah, improved my yeah. disparaging synopsis, so thank you. <laughs> that's what Henry Winkler said. Is that really what yeah, he said about yeah, this? Yeah, he, he oh. said, he, the reason he played the character like this, he said, I wanted to play Richie Cunningham. Is that the one where, uh, the episode where he took the girl to the opera or something? Or is that where he was trying to prove that he could be a gentleman or something? I don't, I but don't you know remember. what I'm talking yeah, about. I know what you're talking where about. Where he didn't want to get into a fight at Al's because he wanted to prove that he was a gentleman. I don't know. I know way too much about Happy Days. This is making me sad. You can't know too much about Happy Days. That's Fair enough. Well, d- that to be said, the first disparaging thing I have to say is how boring 
and heartbreaking it is to watch the Fonz be Richie Cunningham. That's just depressing all around. I'm not right? here for that at all. Well, well, I don't know. I saw the the scenes with the Fonz in this movie in, in bed with his fiance. It was oh, even God. worse than Richie oh, Cunningham. It was painful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it hurt yeah. me. It made me sad. Well, it's it's you know the '80s did the Everyman movie very well, and they this, did. this is this is an Everyman. This is a guy who is, you know. He doesn't do anything he wants to do because of other people. Yeah, he's, he's overly considerate right. of others. Yeah, yes. he doesn't. He doesn't send his sandwich back when they make it wrong. He's he doesn't just a every time doormat. they make it wrong. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you have to wonder if Ron Howard was getting his own revenge on, uh, you know, the Fonz by directing a movie where the coolest guy from Happy Days was suddenly the Richie Cunningham in the he scenario. He proposed it to him and he took yeah. it. Like yeah. he had a say in this. Well, yeah, sure he, he, no, come on, paycheck. you're taking the fun out of my <laughs> out of my idea, Katie. Jeez. Yeah. I mean. And there's no yeah. nepotism in this movie. No, um, there's good a lot of nepotism yeah. in this movie. <laughs> no, I think that uh, you know Henry Winkler. He had been the Fonz for so long, and you know back then especially typecasting was such. a Oh big God! Thing. And well, he, he was supposed to be Danny Zuko mm-hmm. in Greece, and he turned it down. Yeah, that's why Travolta got the part because he was like, "Look, I don't want to be a greaser guy for the rest of my life, so I want to try a different thing." Well, he was in the yeah. Lords of Flat. Flatbush too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's Barry Zuckercorn. And, and he's on Parks yeah. and Recreation. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was on Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's John Ralphio and um, Mona Lisa's dad, Dr. Oh, okay. Saperstein. Okay. And he's oh, also, uh, he was on one episode of BoJack as Henry Winkler. Of course who, he was. Who you might remember from that one episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. <laughs> oh, is that where Ice-T doesn't know what uh, pedophiles are? Is that the show we discussed that time? <laughs> 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 it's coming back to you, isn't it? Um, anyway. Yeah, so he's cutting back Adam to the movie. Katie, do you want to take this one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all you guys know. Well, wait a minute. We got to get back to the movie eventually. At some right? point, yes, thank there's you. there's his fiance riding uh, a bicycle what in, is very that, in right? a sweatsuit. Was that a thing? That kind of bike? It was. Yeah, yeah. It was very popular in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. It was. And if you look at, we got our historian here in the studio. Like, <laughs> She's very aggressively oh writing this. Exercise. I mean, this yes. poor guy. He's like, "When are you going to get off this thing yeah. <laughs> and, and get, get on, on me. something else?" Right? <laughs> poor Bob. Yeah, and not till the wedding. That's nine months. <laughs> he's like, "I think you look good," and it's sad because he tells her all the right things. Like, right. "I think you look pretty now. You're not yeah. fat. You're not what." God, but she, I would have left this woman for any number of prostitutes because well, she is just neurotic as hell. Well, that's one of the weird things about the movie is that in in a lot of eighties movies, she would have been essentially a villain. You would have hated her and been rooting for him to leave her. Wait, Richie! Oh, Richie there, Cunningham! Yep, Richie right? Cunningham. Yeah. There he is, oh. and his wife. That's yeah, and Ron oh, Howard's wife. Really? Yeah. yeah. Two oh, heads. That's yeah. adorable. Making right. out, making out in front of the apartment. Yay! Excellent. Well, in this movie too, like I, I, I know. I understand that Henry Winkler's not the world's tallest man, but this movie just really rails on him for that. Yeah. They call him a midget. They sh- they really show you how short Henry Winkler is. It's it's so depressing. Well, it's just destroying my whole view of the Fonz. I think it's cool though. I, I I like a character. I like it whenever an actor who is you know he has a cool persona or he has something iconic, and then he just plays something totally against type. Yeah. You know. Um. Now it didn't really work out for Henry Henry Winkler because. It didn't lead to lots and lots of. Yeah, he you know, was never much of a headliner after. No, Happy I mean Days. this is this is the highest uh, grossing movie that he was ever in. He's he's the person who yeah. literally jumped the sharks. So I mean, yeah. he's somebody had to twice. show that he, he did it twice. Oh my god, he did. Yeah, he did. He? he did it once on Arrested Development too. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's 
now I'm just I'm just gonna start crying. I don't know that I can do this episode with you guys. I, you know, but see, <laughs> one one thing about that. this movie also is that it's sort of a callback to something that we talked about on the uh, the Night Court episode. You know, Night Court was the TV. Um, it was the TV image of what New York was in the '80s, which was grimy, dirty, full of prostitutes and criminals. This movie actually makes New York look much worse than Night Court did. And Night Court really went out of its way to try to make New York look bad. Well, and I was thinking during this movie, God, I wish Harry Anderson had yeah, been the Night yeah. Court judge where the Henry like, Winkler goes to get the prostitute out of out of trouble. Yeah, when Shelley Long says she's going to Night Court, you almost go, oh, that's going to be great. This will be a great episode. <laughs> oh, right. They actually have Night Court. Yeah. And it's funny because you do have these kind of iconic characters now, like Di- like like Katie was saying, Diane from Cheers yep, and yep. the Fonz. And ba- I know Michael Keaton wasn't Batman yet in 1982, but that's just how I remember him. The first time I saw him was in Batman. So well, actually, I think um, Beetlejuice he, was the first thing I remember. I think Batman I think I saw Batman first because we yeah. had it on VHS, and may, I think I may have seen oh. Beetlejuice later. My parents let me watch scary things first. Well, Henry- which is surprising because Dad. All oh, that. your dad. That's dad. right. He, your dad was cooler about movies. That's right. Henry? You hear that, Mom? We're still upset Ooh. about that. Oh, she does listen. I know she does. She's going to come and find me. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't I'm grounded somewhere fight, now. But yeah. But Henry Winkler, um, Shelley Long, um, and, um, and Michael Keaton are all people who, they have sort of a similar career track in that they were fairly iconic. And then yeah, they, they were just a big com- deal. They completely went away. And then they sort of all three came back ironically. You know, I mean, Shelley Long is on Modern Family. Modern Family, and she was yeah, she uh, Carol. She was Carol Brady in a Brady Bunch. That's uh, right. Like, oh, yeah, I'd shut that yeah, out. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was so great. Yeah, I so purposefully shut great. that out. Yeah, uh-huh. no, that yeah, that was that was definitely. And, uh, wait, here yeah. he comes. Beverly Hills. Yes. This is the first image of Beetlejuice, and we see him in a silhouette, yep, yep. <laughs> just like Batman. He is, and he's and he he's comes, listening he's, to the Stones, right? He is listening to the Stones. No, do do do. I think he's listening to Jumpin' Jack Flash. That's the only song he knows. Yeah, he literally sings it, or he's listening to it on his Walkman the entire movie. Even when he he, it turns out that he's doing a chauffeur service through the morgue. He's he's like, hey kid, you like music? When he's gonna take the kid to prom or something, he's like, Jumpin' Jack Flash. He doesn't even turn on the radio. Exactly. He doesn't even turn on the radio. He just starts singing Jumpin' Jack Flash. So before we even get, because we always do this at the end, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Bill, Michael Keaton, he's the uh, antagonist. Oh, yeah, he uh, changes. He, he, Chuck. He, yeah, and Chuck is the, the protagonist. I actually was, again, by the end of the movie, going off in the whole, is Bill a supernatural character who's oh, just... You and your who's, damn conspiracy who's, who's, who's been put into this universe to change Michael Keaton. He's the and, old man uh, in Home Alone. Yeah, and oh. Belinda's... Yeah, maybe he is the old man. That's he's even their, better. He's the guardian angel he's that the, changes literally their the same situation. guy. Yep. But now, you know, this is the younger version he's of him. He's the Enoch before... root of bad 80s movies. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you make everything so much more convoluted and complicated than it needs to be, and I love it, and I'm here yep. for it. But, I mean, Bill walks in and you're just annoyed as hell with him because he won't shut the hell up. And that's the, I guess that's the point of his character. That's the point of him. Yeah. Yeah. Is that he and Chuck are polar opposites. Well, and Chuck gets a raw deal because he he is the everyman who just gets stomped on. He's the, he's the pushover. And 
He's been at the morgue for six years, and then because the uh, the supervisor's nephew needs a job, oh, yeah. he gets shoved on <laughs> yeah. a night shift. I think he's my nephew. Now, I want to know how you go from being a stockbroker right. to working in the morgue. Right. Because it stressed yeah. him out, apparently. That's what he was There's talking about. There's a lot less stressful jobs than working with dead people. Yeah. Well, I mean, fewer complaints. I was about to say, they're they're pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah, they are quiet. Nobody's yelling at you on the stock exchange. Yeah, so that's true. So I, I, I got to say that that seems like a more peaceful job to me working in a morgue than working on the stock yeah, exchange. Yeah, I mean, when you're done with the customer, you just shove them in a uh, in a shelf and then, you there know, you there you go. Um, but, but the Fonz does have a much better head of hair yes. than Michael Oh, I yes. Can, Michael's 30. The Fonz is 37 here, but... Michael's way ahead of him in the uh, male pattern baldness. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, but until you look at them now, because Michael <laughs> Keaton aged a hell of a lot better than Arthur yeah. Fonzarelli, I'm yeah. sorry to yeah, say. That's true. Uh, it's a bummer. I just love the frustrate, the sexual frustration <laughs> as he's doing a Rubik's Cube. Uh, I, uh, I just love how uh, 80s this moment is not just because of the Rubik's Cube, because he's looking at a book on yeah. how to solve the Rubik's <laughs> yeah. Cube. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now you have YouTube videos. My friend Cece, her son, is one of these champion kids on YouTube who can solve one of those things in less than 30 seconds seconds it's and he's got all different shapes and sizes of them but back then it was just the rubik's cube yeah now there's a whole subsect of them it's insane this this scene is is interesting because it really establishes just this level of frustration in in chuck's life you know he he's engaged he has one night off you know the the other six days a week he's working nights he's got to look forward to this all week all week then one night he gets to spend with his fiance yeah and again she's not a bad person she just has this She's got body issues. Yeah, she well, has this huge hangout. She's saying, yeah. don't look at me. And she's wearing this nightgown that you can't see yeah. anything. Yeah, she's got like this Mormon style nightgown yeah. going on. And, and then just, she covers herself. Up she with covers the herself covers. and she's like, don't look at me, Chuck. And then she makes him close the blinds. Right. Then she makes him check the apartment. <laughs> see, and I, I think it's a guy movie because I think most guys have been in this situation. Oh, no, I've heard I, my I, guy I friends mean, complain about yeah, stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, this. you know, speaking just from personal experience where it's, you know, look, you're attractive. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Well, or else I probably wouldn't be here. Well, no, that's true. You would have been anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's well, not even lie. Let's not. Let's not be absurd. <laughs> check the apartment. <laughs> I can't relax unless you check the apartment. But yeah, just, no, that's even in a Dane Cook joke somewhere that I remember hearing, where he was like, "Girls are so." He's like, "Some girls are just so obsessed with their body image that it's like, can you turn off every light in the city before we have sex with each other? That'd be great." Right, yeah. <laughs> like it, and I've never understood that. It's it's a little neurotic. But yeah, it did gets. She, did she grab the mallow bar on the side? Not, yeah. not no, this no, time. No, that's, that's, no, that's later. later. Yeah, that's <laughs> this, this is where she cheats and has a crunch bar. Ooh. Oh, no, I thought that was. I had a nice oh, yeah. crunch bar. She tells him that at the elevator because uh, you run into Belinda. Well, the thing is, he already ran into Belinda. He technically meets her at the morgue when she IDs Franklin Delano Roosevelt Jones, <laughs> her former pimp, <laughs> who got thrown out of a window Franklin. to his death. Which takes me to one of the funnier like scenes. Stand-up comedian, even. Yeah. Oh my God. Richard Belzer, right? Yeah. Is that Richard, who that yeah, was? Richard Belzer. Richard oh, it's to- oh, oh, it's him. totally Richard Belzer. I didn't recognize yeah. him. It was at all. not funny. Yeah. What they did to him. Yeah. Aww. But no, but that's one of the better scenes when Franklin gets thrown out the window because they're that's the two really guys scene. playing yeah. basketball like nine stories below them and they're like, oh yeah, I bet I can dunk on you, sucker. And they bet each other a dollar that the guy can't dunk and yeah. then he dunks right before yeah. Franklin's chair Just crashes and he dies and he's like, pay up, fool. <laughs> well, you know, that's Ron Howard. Look at the genius of Ron Howard. The, oh yeah. The movie is bookended because it begins with somebody executing a perfect fall Mm-hmm. And it ends with Michael Keaton executing a perfect fall. 
Was it a perfect fall? Because oh my god, <laughs> was it perfect? And Michael Keaton when he jumps and he falls perfectly straight down. Like belly flop. <laughs> uh, the, yes. the ground broke my yeah. fall, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I got I caught an updraft. <laughs> I love I love Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bill. I I've had friends. In fact, there's one friend of mine, Phil. You know who you are. Who is Bill? Because oh, he's man. that guy who who would constantly talk into a tape recorder with his amazing ideas oh, that were completely un, uh, just were complete did, garbage. Did they already <laughs> exist though? Like edible half paper? <laughs> half of them did. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, he actually the the one about the microwave clothes was actually a good. They they have that now. You can buy microwavable like uh, you can you can buy. Why are you microwaving them? To, to, to warm them, them up. up you yeah. Know? You can, oh, okay. I was like, you don't want to put on cold clothing. But yeah. that's why you have I a guess dryer. So. Yeah. Are you yeah. fellas not familiar with this appliance that women have been using for many, many decades at this um, point? Well, Wait, well, an, an appliance? A, a dryer? Oh, oh God. Well, I, your wife uses to, yeah. to, I don't, to dry I your don't clothes. adhere to patriarchal gender roles like you do, so, you know, I don't know that women... You know, See, I'm not playing into this because Elaine knows better, so I'm not even doing this with you. Um, no, but seriously... Oh, this is another part that made me feel extremely old. When Chuck goes to tell his neighbor to turn the music down... He's got this Burt Reynoldsy looking neighbor in nothing but a cowboy hat and tidy whities. Tidy whities. Yes. And Kaylee looks at me and she goes, "Jade, is that Will Ferrell?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> it does look like Will Ferrell." Though it, they've got the same kind of body type going. And Will Ferrell runs around in underwear more than any man no, has a it, right to do. But I can see why she mustache. thought that. Yeah. Yeah. The Ron Burgundy mustache. She, his his oh, fiance yeah. is sort of Shelley Duvall. Oh, that's sort what she way. looks like yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. No, I'll tell you, and I haven't been able to figure it out yet. But in this movie, uh, uh, Shelley Shelley Long, the other she, Shelley, yeah, the other Shelley, she reminds me of somebody, and it has been driving me nuts. And I'm hoping by the end of this episode, I'll figure out who she reminds me of. I'm just gonna shout it out in the a middle of yeah, it. Yeah, no, uh, some or? some other actress who is acting today, but just the way she acts, because it's very different than Diane from Cheers. Yeah, she's d- doing she doesn't whole... have the confidence. She's got this willowy kind of like wispy yeah, attitude. She ha- yeah, yeah, she has this sort of like vulnerable, you know, approachable sort of thing going on. Yeah, uh, but I know I, what you yeah, mean, yeah. but it, yeah, she's very different in this movie. So but... I want to know, uh, because I'm sure you do, why... Do you hate this movie? And then I'll tell you, we will tell you why you're incorrect. Katie, do you want to take this? Well, I think this was one of those movies where you have to watch it a couple times to really get it. Because I watched it and I think I laughed like once. (laughs) The entire time. Because I'm trying to figure out what what deep plot that you guys have chosen for us. See, you're overestimating them right now. (laughs) That's what's happening. Wait, wait. Just so you know, everybody, these these, uh, uh, adversaries of ours for their movie picked the deep movie 10 things i hate about you which is mm-hmm. based off taming of the shrew Hello. yes yeah, it, and yeah. all of us have shakespearean yes, it experience is, yes in this it is it is room. based off of it like sonic the hedgehog is based there are off layers of... there <laughs> we even have a tranio in the studio with us right now so maybe we chose it for multiple reasons jason you Ooh. don't know am i gonna have a hard time Ominous. disliking this film now yeah, is that absolutely. What you're saying? Wow. yeah. Oh, man nah okay. you, you can do Sonic it i've got faith in you yeah I'll dial it Whatever. up to 11. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, shit. We should have done that movie. Spinal Tap. <laughs> Ooh, next time, 
next yeah, time. Yeah, next time. <laughs> well, this is our this is our first pancake. We'll, well see how no, it see, goes. The, the problem with with this whole battle royale thing is that when it came time to pick the movie, we had already done Death Race two thousand. Yeah, so that, that would have been great. Do it again. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. I've only I want to oh, watch geez. it because I really enjoyed the podcast. It was you, great. You should watch it. It's 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 a delightful train wreck. Yeah, have have a, a little... with every watching this, it's like an onion. Yes, you know, every time you watch it, you Subsequent discover more viewing. and more and more death. Ha- get a little drunk before you oh, watch God, it. Oh God, yes. Or it, 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 it helps. It really but helps. Or stoned. Like, you whatever. Just bring it up to any guy, and they're like, "Oh yeah, of course I've seen that movie." Like all my coworkers, oh. my coworkers. Shout out to the Home Depot, my Home Depot family. They Ooh. love well, the hey podcast. Guys. Um, yeah, they all knew what I was talking about. My now, wait a minute. There's been about. a few death races. No, no, no. They knew. They no, knew. Really, they knew. Yeah. Okay, that's impressive. They knew. That's impressive. well. That happened too, uh, as he calls himself the other Adam, young Adam, is what he calls himself. <laughs> no, that's what he he already had that nickname. Oh, in, yeah, yeah, under his belt, he was ready for it. Yeah, he walked in um, with that. No, he walked in with that one. He called him that. No, he. Oh, sorry, he called himself that. <laughs> I I, I missed a word in that sentence. I apologize. No, but after one of our much ado performances, we went out, and this Adam wasn't with us, but Adam, young Adam, was, and he heard us talking about Death Race Two Thousand. Because Randy, a former uh, podcast guest star, hey everybody, um, he, <laughs> he was on and he was asking me about your episode of Death Race, Adam, and uh, the other Adam turns and he goes, wait a minute, Death Race with David Carradine? And Sylvester Stallone, I was like, that's the right one. Oh, yeah. So oh, every yeah. like every boy, like Katie says, knows that movie. Yeah. Well, it's young insane. Adam, to be fair, he knows a thing or two about cinema. I, I got a lot of respect. And for yet his. he picked 1990s <laughs> It with Tim Curry. So <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. That's a head scratcher. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was. Adam, we love you. We're sorry. Now, no, but... one thing. Um, no, I say that too much. Uh, another thing about this movie. <laughs> Yet another um, thing. In addition to previous things about this movie oh my. that I really like about it, and this was something, again, that sort of comes from um, the the older school of writing movies, which is that you've got the hook, which is that these are two people who are going to, um, they're going to become pimps, and that's the joke. That's the joke of the movie. That's where the humor is, you know, sort of titularly supposed to come from. But it only makes up a little more than half of the movie. They don't yeah. even start that until halfway into the movie. They don't. There's a lot of setup, kind of There's like in a, Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. where you don't even see Robin Williams in the right. fat suit until about 48 minutes exactly. in. Exactly. And it's all basically building the character. Well, yeah. Oh, character sorry, Adam. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Sorry, Adam, this is your moment with <laughs> yeah. the Malamar. Yeah. To, just to give you guys some edification on what's happening. I get excited happening. over this. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> Maybe now she'll finally Eating have an orgasm. Bed. Oh, <laughs> no! But it's more. I was some, hoping someone would do that. <laughs> somehow a Malamar cookie is more exciting than sleeping with the fawns. But, but wait, did my you, heart broke. Did yeah. you notice? And I know this wasn't scripted. A piece of the Malamar fell on yep. her shoulder, and, and she, she blew it off blew of it. it off. Yes. <laughs> she should have just picked it off and yeah. eaten it. That would have been better. Yeah. That that is or like oh, licked, licked it off her shoulder. It would have been a little more titillating. Oh, excuse but, me. But I got to say... <laughs> well, that comes into our definition yeah, of prostitute yeah, yeah. later, so... That's my favorite part of the whole movie. That was a, bru- that was a great Keith. bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Prostitute. Prostitute. And Prost. to shun. Nothing. And shun is to, you know, push that away. That doesn't part. belong in this part of the world. <laughs> that was a well, great explanation. I've noticed about older movies, like movies in the 80s and 70s, they do spend more time developing characters yeah absolutely, absolutely. a lot of yeah. time whereas they don't you know like kids these days would not be able to sit through this movie because it's slow but it right. develops the character <laughs> and it makes you it helps you to relate to them and 
And many of us can relate to Henry Winkler. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. We were the, like that. Yeah. Guy. As the everyman, I think, yeah, is what right. he's saying. Katie's yes. making a face at me right well, now. Well, <laughs> be, because that was the brilliance of this sort of movie where you take normal things that a normal guy goes through or a normal girl, because they would do the same thing in, in movies that were, you know, uh, where the lead was female. And then you just exaggerate it to a ridiculous level. But yeah, almost even, to like a clown type. Yeah, level. and even though it's mm-hmm. exaggerated, like okay, really and truly, no one has ever gone through what Henry Winkler is going <laughs> no, through. Because in this. He, it's so extreme, like you yeah. said, he he gets pressed against the glass and the subway stairs, well, and his his fiance couldn't care less about right. him. It's just so the cool. most important scene in the entire movie is the scene in the car when they're coming back from night court. Yes. Mm-hmm. That scene right there. It's the straw that, that breaks the camel's yeah, back. That Chuck, slow yeah. push on Henry Winkler's face where you just hear everybody reminding him of why he's miserable, and which is everyone else. And how they're in charge of him. Exactly. And they're yeah. going to make sure that he yeah. shapens I, up. Right. Yeah. I will say at that point, though, I was like, all right, she broke up with him because you never see her again until that last little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, is she still mm-hmm. that person? Oh, no. She's yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not going to lie, ladies, I'm not following my man down to night court and watch him obviously <laughs> bust out a hooker <laughs> and then stay am, with him. I'm just not going to do so that. I so there. What kind of story would that be? No, yeah. story, sure. Go there for that experience, but don't take your parents. Well, I mean, maybe that adds to the story, but then you still, what I'm saying is well, don't stay with him after that. Car. To be fair, they did pay for the rental car, so. You know, yeah, that's true. Uh, Times you know. were tougher back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rental cars did not fall off yeah. trees. Well, they did it, not. It, yeah, I mean. We didn't have Uber Uber wasn't a thing? No, yeah. you know, and it's sort of this fantasy thing where you have a guy who really what he's done is he's made very correct decisions where he's found the sensible, you know, I didn't like my job. I found this sensible, easy job. I found this fiance and she's very sensible and her parents are sensible and everything is sensible. And I'm making I made all the sensible right decisions, yeah. but I'm miserable. That's going to speak to a lot of people who are watching it going. Yeah, we, we've I, been there. You yeah. can't make this. Uh, well, I can say right. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he's the uh, he's the pinball where everything yes. that's hitting him from one direction. He's he's the person who listens to everyone's opinion in his life. Where his parents are like, "We have more experience than you. We should tell you how you should right. live your life." And his friends are like, "No, you should live your life this way." And his fiance is telling him to live his life that way. Right. Like, and he's well, trying to meet them all in the middle and to the, the point where none of his decisions are his. Yeah. And what's whatsoever. the thing? Like, I love how they sum up. He, they, they sum his mother up so beautifully in the one line where it says, my mother <clears throat> my mother has gone to a seance every Friday since my dad died. Just, just so, so she, she can, can yell, yell at him. At him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's it. Her whole character is right there. Well, and oh, she has like a follow-up in the car where she's oh, like, yeah. I straightened his father yeah. out and you can straighten him out. She's like, yeah. do you know, Charlotte, what his father wanted to do before I yes, got a hold of him? He wanted to make furniture with his hands. Handmade <laughs> for yeah, and I made him not do it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, so what did he do? Yeah, and then... <laughs> there was so much better. Yeah, and it, it really... Then you follow that up with the scene where he says, you want to see what I did with my money? And he bought yeah. his dad a really nice a headstone. A really nice headstone. He's like, now he's got the biggest headstone in the place. Well, his dad... His dad uh, passed away. We don't really get a lot of story behind no. that. We no. just know that no. he passed. And, and that's, Probably out of self-defense. Yeah, he was just yeah, tired of the mom. So, yeah. <laughs> I gotta yeah. get out of here. Yeah, his mom, uh, the actress who plays uh, his mom, uh, I was watching it and I was like, God, she looks familiar. And I realized she was in my favorite episode of Kolchak, The Night Stalker, which is one of my all-time favorite. Sure. It, it, no, seriously. No, if you haven't seen it, it's a it, Darren McGavin, uh, the dad from Christmas Story. 
Um, he was on a very short-lived TV series, uh, ABC, back in the early 80s. Uh, but she was actually, she was a guest star on, on this really awesome episode of it. Uh, if you if you like good TV and good scary stuff, go watch Kolchak. What was the creature in that particular Werewolf. Episode? Oh, werewolf. Yeah, it was the, it was the werewolf okay. on what was basically the Queen Mary, but it were, you know. Right. Yeah. You um, and the Queen Mary, it's a lifelong love I know. affair, isn't it? <laughs> Tobias is Queen Mary. Oh, God. <laughs> I purchased a club. Wait, wait. Who's going to show up now and beat him with their little Yes, girl okay, scout. so we do have oh, some it. celebrity appearances yes. before they were famous. Uh, but yeah, Adam, you're talking about Shannon Doherty, Shannon Doherty. of 90210. She was 11. Yes. 11 yep. in this episode. Who she is, cranked uh, it up to 11 when she started beating the fawns oh, with a cookie yeah. box. She, she's <laughs> having some issues now. She's thing. always uh, had issues. No, no, no. She actually yeah. had some health issues. Yeah, she, she has she was, cancer. Yeah, she's yeah. going through breast cancer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that she's, her? Either was yep. or is. Yep, uh, but yeah, is. there she That's is. Right. Uh, well, it's funny because... Uh, <laughs> and they Chuck... beat him with a with packs of cigarettes. Oh, is there, are they cigarettes? I thought they were no. cookies because they're no, bluebells. No, they're Girl Scout cookies. Oh. But they're, but it... <laughs> they do look like those but old the... cigarette pack, yeah, well, cartons I'm, of cigarettes. I'm pretty sure the props that they used were just pa- <laughs> cartons of cigarettes. It's very possible. <laughs> it is the 80s. Yeah. But, and this is another quintessential clown, sad clown moment because Chuck goes to help uh, Belinda, his hooker neighbor... And she's been beaten up in an elevator, and he's trying to help her, and he's grabbing her purse to get something out of it that she needs, and then the bluebells see him, and they yeah. yell, mugger, yeah. and they beat the holy hell out of him. No good deed goes unpunished, I believe yeah, is I, the saying mm-hmm. there. I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah because Chuck gets stomped on twice, uh, physically and... Theoretically, oh, because mm-hmm. the bluebells beat him up yeah. in the elevator, and then when he's nice to Belinda in her apartment... Daring to tell her that she could be something better than a streetwalker, right, yeah. she gets mad and kicks him out of her apartment. Well, and I like that uh, Henry w- or Chuck. Uh, you know, he he kind of when he talks to Belinda, you can tell that he doesn't want to criticize her lifestyle, right? You know, and he's like, not trying to be judgmental about what she does, right? Up until the point when he blows up and calls her a whore. Ooh, later yeah. on in the movie, yeah, which is like, was... I mean, I you just skip, they're very skip careful. past that part of the movie. Yeah, they're careful not to use that word throughout the entirety of this movie. Right. Uh, well, even when it comes st- to calling themselves pimps, they don't really call themselves pimps, they call themselves <clears throat> yeah. lovers. Yeah. Well, they say, they say whore one time in the beginning. Because right. when the cop refers to Belinda. When he's and insulting he's, her. And he right. says, she's a whore. Yeah. And oh, and a, that, there was that adorable kind of meet cute they have because Belinda recognizes Chuck. She's like, I know you. And the cop's just looking at Chuck like, oh, okay. Uh, You're one of our Johns, aren't you? And he's yeah. like, no. He's like, oh, no, I'm engaged. This is my fiance, Charlotte. And this yeah. is my mom. Yeah, Look, I, I keep them on my paperwork. <laughs> yeah, because somehow that means you're not, you know, frequenting prostitutes because yeah. you're, you're engaged or married. You have yeah. a picture of the people you're related to. But I think every John that she encounters <laughs> looks like. Chuck. Right, that's yeah. what it's really yeah. mean. <laughs> Except for the ones at the uh, that the, the weird ass nightclub at the end, or not nightclub, yeah, the, sex club. Yeah, oh, the wow, the cavern right. on the green. Yeah, ca- <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a different name. Hey, I Ron, know. Ron, Ron it's like Paradise something. Paradise I know, found. But, but yes. they have Michael Keaton dressed in this Flintstones outfit. Yeah, of, he's Bam like, Bam. Yeah, he's Bam Bam. That's exactly what it is. He just. He's Bam Bam he's and Chuck. Who also owns the place? <laughs> uh-huh. Is there is As there any claims. is there any symbolism in that that Bill wears Chucks? 
and his best friend's name is Chuck. No. And that's what he walks no, on all the no. time. No, you just made this n- not. You know? But he's writing yeah, a but, check now. But you're on my team. <laughs> yeah, I know, by giving Damn you it, credit Kate. for not letting it be deep for them. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But to be fair. I take it back. Team Hose. <laughs> hang on. Listening to what yeah. you're saying, though. There's some branding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks. There's hashtag. Hashtag yes. prostitution. <laughs> Legalize it. <laughs> hashtag shun. And this, this movie, I'm though. I'm so glad I run our social media. Thank God. Yeah, this movie, though, does sort of make a very compelling case for the legalization and regulation of prostitution. I mean, it like, does. When you watch it and you listen to Bill's argument, um, it's kind of hard to say no. I don't know, but his, his his argument is very it's very sensible but incredibly idiotic at the same time because part of it is that he's saying, "Look, these pimps that these girls are dealing with are really dangerous and they knock right. them around and get them hooked on blow and whatever and that's really bad." Uh but then he goes to the opposite end of the spectrum when Chuck doesn't respond to that. He doesn't respond to the fact that Belinda's being beat up, so Bill's like, well, okay, here's a scenario that I'm going to kick to you. What if there's a guy from out of town, Chuck, and he comes and watch a dirty movie, and then he jumps on a bluebell and crashes her cookie right. box? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. beats up a bluebell, and it's all because we don't have <laughs> prostitution. Well, it's, it's so stupid. Well, it, it is... You know, when you watch it and you're sort of sitting back thinking like, okay, I'm going to be talking about this movie in a few hours, so let me think about it analytically... Which is admittedly probably not something a lot of people did when they watched this. Uh, oh wait, hang on, wait, Shelley wait. Long and her. Shelley has yeah, and see, a moment panties. of silence. Oh my god! No. <laughs> like, no, don't don't put that back on. Moment of veneration. Don't don't no 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 no. That's okay. Yeah, I want you to be comfortable. Well, it's just yeah. such an innocent. <laughs> it's, it's hot scene. in the, it's hot in the kitchen. Well, it's yes. it's very much that Cameron Diaz movie or in the mask when she's like, oh, it's that inkblot test and that woman's riding bareback on a horse. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Chuck, I'm just gonna walk into your house and cook half naked for you. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She and, acts, his, and his fiance calls right then. You know, it's and he screams because he sees her get undressed and he's like, oh, I stepped on a tack. Char- sorry, Charlotte, I've got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love and you he's too. Saying, I love you too. As he's saying, <laughs> gotta go. Yeah. Click. Yeah, and it, they try to make it look innocent, and she try the Belinda, despite the fact that she's you know a call girl for a living, she she makes it seem like an innocent enough scenario where she's like, oh, do you not have a vent or does your window not open in your kitchen, Chuck? And <laughs> no, so she takes off a robe and she's braless in a tank top and panties, yeah. and he's like, no, you should be comfortable. Which Don't you, get dressed. Which is weird because if she was wearing a bathing suit, it would be basically the same thing, oh, right? Yeah. So yeah. And, there are bathing suits that show a lot. More well, than yeah, that. but what I mean. Is it's like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. But if he was at the beach, it would be no big deal, right? You know? But does she have a yeah. pan of eggs at the beach? No, I think that's what no. really that's... tilts it in the intimate direction, yeah. <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. And it and it what's bad about it is that in the beginning, he even though he you know, he admits later on he looked at her and he was like, Oh my god. My you know, eyes had yeah, a heart my attack. My eyes had a heart attack, yeah. yeah. But he's being very sort of innocent about it. And there's a part dabbing himself with the with bread. a slice the of bread yeah. with the Wonder Bread. That well, was but, great. But there is this weird thing where you think, okay, she says we should have breakfast every morning she's because a- we get off work at the same time. Chuck, like she's just sort of quote unquote innocently building well, this rapport with him. To her, sex is something she does for a living. It's not really anything special, you know. So for her to say. You know, yeah, let's just have breakfast every morning. It is almost like, okay, 
is she just trying to have contact with another human being? And that's like the only way she knows how. Because, right. Because I mean, how many times uh, do you throw right. like lingo it's, from your job yeah. in it? All the time. Right. I, I got to argue with that, though, because later on, it, she keeps having moments where she's just like, God, Chuck, you're just such a nice guy. You're so decent. You're so you're like a saint, Chuck. Like, she just keeps building well, him up. That's all, and maybe that, that's all she knows how to talk to Right, yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. that's not what she's used to, and that's why she's so amazed I mean, by Im- it, but still. Imagine the men that she is around 24-7. Well, she had to bite one on the ass just right, to get her money yeah. back from him. She got so, beat yeah. by another yeah. guy, she and got then beat, she had the yeah. freaking cowboy and tidy whiteies was it it wasn't the cowboy who beat her right or no was it, it was the guy it, it was another guy he okay. pushes chuck when he's walking because, okay, uh, okay. the cowboy left like the next day or something so he finds her on the elevator later randall and, tex cunningham yeah and because <laughs> yeah. well because that's what we haven't discussed yet is uh fdr jones being murdered in the beginning of the movie that was belinda's pimp and so right. now she's uh, hooking is suddenly even more dangerous because right. she doesn't have a male enforcer she's to back a free her agent. up. Which, do, which, which says is a, something. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like they're horrible human beings, these pimps, but when they don't have them, it's even worse. Yeah, they're the lesser of the evils. Yeah. Because she, even when she's cooking eggs for Chuck in his kitchen, uh, she's saying how one of her girlfriends got her arm broken. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, yeah. You know, I just, I've got to find a pimp, Chuck. It's just too dangerous a line of work without one. Right, so. yeah. Well, I mean... That's the thing about it. The movie does sort of. It has this chivalrous sort of view to it, like it presents. Well, because they show them like filling out the forms for the pension fund. <laughs> and oh, that and, was genius. Yeah, and you're like, you know, do you have dental? Do you have medical? And you start sitting back thinking, yeah, I mean. Shouldn't they have health care? They and do in Holland. They, should they do. Yeah. yeah. They Especially since they're yeah. sex workers, you would think that their health care would be even more important. Right. Than yeah. It is just the oldest the profession. Show. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Right. Yep. Carpentry? Well, oh, and here we go back <laughs> with uh, Bill. Uh, there was Mary Magdalene. <laughs> oh, she got a bad rap, man. She and, did. Anyway, um, Bill, is he follows Chuck to his barber, where even the barber is telling Chuck what his life should be. He's like, isn't my yeah. hair a little bit high, uh, Vincent, or whatever his name is? And he's like, no, you like it like that. That's how I always <laughs> I love it. when people tell you. How you should like it. Yeah. No. Well, well, no, you know <laughs> no, when you Jesus. when you're married and the first time, you know, you you you. I was about to say, aren't you guys married, guys? You well, would know all about that. No, I know all about. That. It's not just when your wife tells you that you like something; it's when you ask her, "Do I like this?" That's when <laughs> you're, you <laughs> yeah, well, you go to a restaurant and you go, complete. "Honey, do I like this?" I can't oh, remember. <laughs> well, just recently, I said, "You know, I'd like to grow my hair long." She's like, "No, you don't. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you really don't want to do that." Long hair doesn't become you. I'm like, oh, yes, dear. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The amount of shit you're going to get for having long hair is not going to be worth Whereas, the joy you get from having long hair. You guys don't know, you'll never know the freedom of being a woman. When I asked Josh, I was like, did I look good with this hairstyle? He's like, I think you look good no matter what you do. And I was like, that was the correct answer. Well done. So, yeah, that, <laughs> that level of freedom, I wouldn't trade it for well. anything. It's yeah, beautiful. Well, it's like Bill Cosby, who, you know, I know we're not supposed to mention Bill Cosby, but whenever... Not he, like we didn't on Death Race yeah, or a yeah. multitude of other episodes. <laughs> but he did say something very wise once. He said, because, uh, you know, he said, look, the secret of a good relationship is that a man needs to know how to say those three little words to his wife and say them often. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying take this pill. (laughs) (laughs) I handed them off to David Carradine so I wouldn't get arrested, but oh, that didn't work for me. Hey, you know we've gone uh, like uh, almost an hour without mentioning. Don't do it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know it's coming. Okay. He is. We've got a town name that. Squanch so both weird. of you. That's all I have to say <laughs> yeah. to that. I live Squanch in it every you both. day. Yeah. You live in coming? Uh, coming. You know, you get, you get used to coming <laughs> after you've said I've it go. many, many times. But We're in first... a small room. We need to get the yeah. hell out of here. I imagine, I imagine the first time is surprising, it is, though. It is the, worst. Later. <laughs> the first time is the worst time. Call but me then, Barbara Corgan, because I'm out. Then you get numb to it. For those of you who don't know, we, we are uh, recording this in Alpharetta. Uh, which is just down the road from a, a, a uh, lovely town, a wonderful town mm-hmm. named Cumming. Not and too far south from Dallanega, as you yes. used to call yes. it, Jason. <laughs> and we also live near Roswell, but not, not, the, New one, Mexico. not the one with the aliens. Uh, so we well now that Area Fifty One is being stormed, who knows where they're going to put all that mysterious? <laughs> yeah, stuff. those guys are going to go to jail. <laughs> it's going to be funny to see yeah, the fallout for that. They're so or shot. Yeah, or yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. there is risk involved in yeah. storming a military base. No, is. surely not. This is where we, this is where we want a night court. Right? Yes, and we just missed a very great bow moment too, where he shell or. Um, Belinda looks back at Chuck and waves at him and he waves back at her and both the fiance and the mom look and give him the death stare and he just shrinks and you know but this is the point where you're like he's marrying his mother yeah well, meanwhile, the mom is laughing her ass off at the circumstances behind the hooker biting the guy on the ass. Like, she's, you see her sitting next to Charlotte, and she's just laughing. It's a very inconsistent character. It is. Yeah, it is. It, it, it doesn't make sense. I thought, she, broke I thought she was going to be cool for a second. Yeah, that I, know, happened, I did too. And then with the, oh, yeah. what I did to his father. and I whipped his father into shape, and you'll do the same with Chuck. Like, yeah. you just, uh, oh, yeah. And it, then it, he flashes it is killing the whole courtroom. Who Shelley Long is reminding me of in this movie? It is absolutely killing me. It's on the tip of my brain. I see the mother's laughing. She yeah. thinks this yeah. is hilarious. And then, she yeah, then she's hanging out. her door well, out, face out the door. There. You talked about the antagonist protagonist, and like she's what I guess like the more common term is like the manic pixie girl. Yeah, where she also causes him to change. Who's she the manic does pixie not, girl? The mom? She does not grow. Oh no 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 no! The prostitute. Oh okay. Yeah. The, yeah, where she doesn't change, but she, he yeah, changes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's the same. She it's has like the no Zoe character. Chanel arc. Yeah. and Yes Man. All yeah. This, this is where it happens, right? Isn't yeah, the car scene, the pivotal scene. He's broken. Yeah, broken. That slow push. The well, camera slowly pushes in on him, and his and face, the audio look fades at him. to yeah. the back. He's numb. It just becomes white noise to him, with his mother on his right, his fiance on his left, and her parents in front of him. And when, him. Oh, he has this sort of feeble attempt at a joke when, because it's Thanksgiving when he goes to bust out uh, Belinda from Night Court, and uh, they're at their apartment, and he's like, "Can I offer you a drink, uh, Mister Mrs. Kugel?" And they're like, "Oh." Mrs. Kugel and I don't drink. Right, he goes, yeah. well, okay, how are you liking our fair city? We don't. Well, oh, well, you might if you drank. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because, and see, I relate to that because I dated a girl in high school who had parents that were precisely like that. Is this the Kenny Loggins Welcome to Pooh Corner? No, girl? it wasn't. Or is no. This a different no, no, trust me, she was not Pooh Corner girl. <laughs> no. Hashtag. Yeah. No, this was the girl who I had to go to church with him every Sunday and then go to family dinner after church and I wanted to commit seppuku every I, I just 
wanted to take the knife out of the turkey that was overcooked and use it to open my abdomen. <laughs> See, you're dissing knife. not just her, but her mom in that scenario. Well, no, I, to- I, think I, I think I may have told you that her mom was the one who looked like Tom Petty, but was slightly, isn't, yeah. Isn't just, this the Marty McFly mom you told me about yeah. where the girlfriend wasn't allowed to call you because girls yeah, don't, she couldn't those call kind me. of girls no, don't. No, she <laughs> was not allowed to call me because uh-huh. girl, ladies do not call. Gentlemen, we had, this was in the coolest episode. Yeah, that's where yeah. you got this. From. That was yeah, that was Tom Petty. Yeah. We we overlap a lot of our material. <laughs> I gotta find a picture episode. of her because if I show you a picture of this woman, you will all agree with me. She looked like Tom Petty. Do not post. Well, that I'm blaming media. you more in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. how, yeah. how few women were there in that town, Jason? Guys, we're breaking down um, the word prostitution now. It's <laughs> very important. One of the best I scenes in the movie. Out, looking at these girls, okay. Uh, they do not look like prostitutes. They are the epitome of '80s fashion. I, they're, they're like club I don't know girls, about that, but they don't look like it. Well, they like they... I'm thinking like Julia Roberts. Like that's a hooker. Yeah. The same yeah. buffet kid. You how clearly many, don't. I was about to say how many hookers have you? <laughs> <laughs> Your only hooker was from Pretty Woman. Yeah, I was about to say oh, most of the hookers I've known have That's, not looked yeah. like Julia, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is the Disney princess of hookers. Let's just go ahead and put but that to be out fa- there. To be fair, yes. most prostitutes show up and you go, "How much?" <laughs> I think I was overquoted. Hey, my haggling let, instinct let is let firing the negotiations up. Begin. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, uh, Batman. Yes. <laughs> I'm Batman. Oh, Michael. Shelley Long is really good in this movie. I'm going to say that. You know, I knowing her from Cheers, where she was playing Diane, who was kind of an annoying character. Yeah. You know, she's not annoying in this movie. And even in Modern Family, she's kind of annoying. And Carol Brady. Yeah. And <laughs> even she's... Even more annoying. Yeah, even more annoying. And in this, it's sort of like... Endearing. Yeah, you. She's endearing. You kind of you root for Belinda. You want you things do. to turn out well for her. She's a hooker with a heart of gold. She is. She no, is. I thought that was Julia Roberts. We keep going back to that. Anyway, um, no, it's but all Bel- I have to base everything off. <laughs> Who was <laughs> a prostitute in Pretty Woman? <laughs> now they all gear, wait, the, woman, the woman with the mascara does not <laughs> I, look like a hooker to you, right? But no, no, and I do like you mean the eyeshadow? eyeshadow or eyeshadow. That's what yeah. I meant. Sorry. Yeah, we're going up against boys in a makeup argument. I've that's not really <laughs> point for the girls. Yes. I, I do like the fact that they they you know went out of their way to get as many Puerto Ricans. Um, you know, it's like it's New York in the eighties. Oh, one of them even <laughs> you know. says that at one point because when they bail uh, Chuck and Bill out of jail, she's like, "You bet your Puerto Rican ass I wasn't going to mm-hmm. let her." I bet. My Puerto Rican ass. I wasn't going to let my boys stay in jail. <laughs> pay, pay the cab driver yeah. with money. Because <laughs> she hops in the seat. <laughs> I know. And you imagine the cab driver going, no, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Let's not rush to conclusions. I'm willing to barter. See, that's the opposite end of it. If yeah. you're, you're like, yeah. oh, okay. I'll get paid by a prostitute as opposed to the other way around. Yeah. And so, you know, we have this nice, you know, uh, moment where, where Chuck, you know, and, and it's. Chuck makes good points in this moment when he's saying, shouldn't you get the money, the fruits of your labor? You're working pretty hard for it, ladies. Yeah, you know? I think there's a song about that. And th- Now, one of the girls in this scene, and I, 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 think it, I think I just saw her, it's the same actress who played uh, Michael Jackson's date in Thriller. No way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which oh, is so awesome. weird because I didn't know that. I, I found that out today. That makes sense. I actually watched Thriller last night because my, we, like you do. Yeah. Well, no. After uh, and it we was should, Sunday we, night. After right? we, well, we yeah. should, we <laughs> should <laughs> mention. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's our Sunday night. Yeah. Oh yeah, we need to bring that up. Yeah, that uh, uh, Darth and uh, and I are uh, in the midst of attempting to track down a serial killer. Yes. 
Um, We're on the trail. Yes, for those of you who don't know, we should call these people. We should. They would probably love to uh, sponsor us. Uh, it's uh, huntakiller.com. I'm not sure you didn't share yeah, that with it's, me. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's this really cool um game that you play where it's ev- six months long. <clears throat> yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's uh it's every a very month involved game. you get evidence in a crime, and you're supposed to get together with your friends and uh, and try to solve the crime. You start with like a case <clears throat> file and yeah. the, the general description of it, and you get a list of suspects, and then by the end of each round, you're supposed to eliminate at least one suspect. Yeah. So it's like D&D Clue Edition. Yeah, well, it's sort of, yeah. It, you're it making really us is. sound is really Hunt, nerdy, Hunt and we appreciate killer? that. Yeah. Is it Michael Hunt? <laughs> what? You know, I knew a guy named Mike Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did too. Yeah, we like all old, did. One of the oldest you want to know what his nickname was? No, no, no don't do it. we don't. <laughs> as fitting as that would be for it's this the movie. Shriner Elks. <laughs> <laughs> How sharp yeah. is this pen? There's, wait, there's a computer. He's Look. using VisiCalc. Yes. Well, oh, and this is one of my notes that I made is that there. This is a classic. No, well, it goes off the classic '80s montage where usually it's a oh Julia Roberts gets the new clothes and you you hear the nice music playing in the background while she yeah, upgrades yeah. her wardrobe. But in this, it's it's Chuck and Bill becoming pimps. Yeah. And- <laughs> while while Burt Bacharach plays in the yeah. I know I freaked out when I saw Burt Bacharach because yeah. I explained to, to who Ron Howard and um, Henry Winkler were to my cousin's kid when I let her watch this. <laughs> wow. I was like, I'm not I'm not even going to try to do Burt Bacharach. But you. see, here's the thing, <laughs> though. Okay, happening. you watch the outfits that they're picking out, and I know the reaction that you were having to these outfits, right? But be fair, if you were this age in 1982, what would you be wearing? What what reactions are we having? Well, I'm yeah, looking, I was, I was, say, I was looking at your reaction. You had I think a reaction. It's more on you. What? Uh, you oh, you would wear this today? I don't think I ever wore outfits like that. Okay. But then I, I'm a little <laughs> bit of a different... But if you live, but suspect. if you lived in 1982, these things would be, oh, well, look at these. They're upgrading to obviously... You know, high fashion and well, yeah. I mean, that's the implication. Stuff, you know? Oh God, this okay. Final mention of Kaylee. She actually had to ask me what Alka Seltzer was. No, no, I'm dead serious. No, wait, you guys, they, they still have Alka Seltzer. I know it's they do. Exists. That's why my mind was blown. She was yeah. sitting because she was sitting on the couch. She thought that a Bert uh, guy, Bert looking guy, was Will Ferrell, and I was like, no, he wasn't in the movies yet. And I, then she doesn't know what Alka Seltzer is. She doesn't know who Richie Cunningham or the Fonz are. And I'm just like, I've got so much work. To, what have your parents be, been doing? To be fair, I had a friend in college who her. The uh, um, it was on some old video, and they they had the the old commercial for Alka Seltzer, you know, oh. plop plop fizz fizz, or oh, whatever <laughs> it is. But he didn't hear the Alka Seltzer part, and he actually he didn't know what it was either, and he thought it was some diarrhea medicine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Kaopecti, Kaopecti, such innocence. Close that yeah. hole. But yeah, so. I can't believe I just heard those words too. Pop, pop. Uh, now you'll no, never think no, of it no, again. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm, not, I'm never mind. That was a, that was a cheer when I was in the band. About a diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's got diarrhea. Len, <laughs> you always share the most embarrassing stuff. You can't keep a secret. <laughs> It wouldn't be an episode if we didn't at least mention Bob's Burgers. No, that's like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's we're, pretty we're, standard yeah, for us. Yeah, that's in the contract. The lighting we is good here. It. Did you notice his? You know, he's leaning over a desk and his his face is very well lit. 
Yeah. When you see, okay, so it's the end of the montage, and everything looks really great because you see Batman accruing all this jewelry and a fancy car and nice clothing, and by the end of it, the Fonz is like, I'm so stressed, and he's drinking Alka-Seltzer with his water, and he's like, I've got headaches. My hair hair. is falling out. You guys were talking about how great the character development. At at no point during that montage, I was like, oh, he's stressing out. I was like, he actually looks looks like he enjoys this. Well, not really, because you see Bill going out and buying all the fancy things and getting some fancy new toys and clothes and stuff, but all the Fonz is doing is stuffing money in, uh, what were those those cans? They were coffee cans. Yeah, coffee cans, and I was just like, I don't even recognize that brand, but I think it was a made up. You know, it's interesting. Okay, you you brought that up via the lighting, and I realized I hadn't looked up to see who the cinematographer was in this movie. It was Jim Crabe, uh, James Crabe, who was the he did uh, uh, Rocky. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, So I mean, it's actually being it's actually being lit and photographed by somebody who's like really really good. Well, and they know how to do muscles, which is perfect because Michael Keaton is stuffing Kleenex <laughs> yeah, in yes. his clothes to make it look like he's a little more ripped than he is. Is this okay. the scene with Kevin this Costner? It? Yes, right it there. is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see him there, and then he's and one of the guys. Boobs. Fo- and boobs. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that always only, happens. They are only in there to get it in R rating. Uh huh. That's with. the only. Those are the only boobs you see in the whole movie, and they're there just so it got an R rating. See, now well, it's that's kind just of like, PG, but yeah, you know. now it wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what you said with um, Caddyshack, where. Yeah. They they kind of guaranteed that the blonde girl didn't have to be naked at any point, but then the producers were like, no, she has to. Yeah, she has to. Yeah. We yeah. need to upgrade yeah. the rating. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. It's like, no one's going to take... It's such a weird concept. You're going to see, like, gonna see a, a good bit of Costner here. Yeah, uh, he's he's one of the guys second. in the conga line following Bill while he's got a beer. Absolutely. And he's there walking he with a beer on there his There he sport. is, right yep, there. Yep, Kevin there Costner. Right Kevin Costner. Very young yep, Kevin Costner. Right after the girl with the wedgie. Now, did you know Kevin Costner had a large role at first in The Big Chill? No. Yes. Yes. All of his scenes were cut, and the only scene you saw of him after all the cut was the, the woman uh, buttoning up his shirt, and you huh. saw he was the guy that killed himself. That oh. was Kevin Costner. I didn't oh, know wow. that. Yes. So he was having some tough breaks. Yeah. Know, you know, small roles, cut out, and then... Dances with Wolves and the rest of history. <laughs> well, that's, and yeah. Waterworld, the biggest <laughs> well, yeah, fiasco in all of history. <laughs> yeah. No, but one of speaking of um, his fault though. Speaking of <laughs> random celebrity appearances, though, one of the call girls was played by Drew Barrymore's mother. <laughs> yes, Jade Barrymore, not Ooh. spelled very differently from Darth Jader's name, guys. Uh, but uh, she's appeared in several several of Drew's movies. But she was apparently one of the call girls in Night Shift. Part of the Barrymore, you know. Uh, Dynasty mm-hmm. of yeah. actors and actresses. Didn't make I mean, her seriously, life harder. Yeah. no, yeah. no, no. They're yeah. a whole clan of yeah. famous people. But and that's the uh, the same fraternity from Animal House. Animal House. Yes. Yeah. Which is it. weird because there's no connection, as far as I know, between the anybody writer, director, producer, anything between this and Animal House. It's Animal House in a morgue. Yeah, that was the but pitch for that is, that is, that yeah, shift. <laughs> yeah, but that is that is the uh, chapter of the same frat from Animal House. And oh, then there's, there's, there's Clint. Birds. Yeah, there's Clint. Yeah, Clint Howard. Yeah, yep. he makes cameos in pretty much all of Ron's movies. Yeah, well, you gotta love Clint Howard. Oh my gosh, Gentle Ben. Yeah, my favorite show. And, and, yeah, and Gentle Ben had and a beard. And BoJack Horseman. <laughs> Gentle Ben did have a beard. Yes. Sorry, and then that's the an bag- Adam Sandler movie, so I don't yeah. expect you to get that quote. <laughs> and then look, they got bagels. Bagels. You would get that joke if you'd watched. 
I'm going to hit you in the face. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> From across the room, I'm going to hit yeah. you in the face. I'm not watching that damn it's show. It's a great episode of Community, the Bagel episode. <laughs> we'll get you to watch Game of Thrones. I'll watch Community, and Adam will finally watch Rick and Morty. So we'll see what happens. All right, you're on. You're on. I'll, you're on. I'm watching Rick I'll and watch, Morty. I'll watch a whole season of Game of Thrones if you really? watch a whole season of Community. You know what? I'll take that deal. All right, you're on. Deal, boys. We yeah. got a deal. See, I told you I was going to make this happen one way yeah. or the other. <laughs> Game yeah. of Thrones. We already talked about the director cameo because Ron Howard showed up a couple. Of, oh, and this is another sad moment for Chuck. So he's walking. They do have bagels, as you would say, Jason, and uh, or the people in community. He's walking with Belinda. Chuck is, and they're enjoying their breakfast. But he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe these people are having sex in a morgue drawer. That's just... How do you have sex in a morgue? That's so crazy. And she's like, whatever, it's new. And that, that, that's her whole approach to well, it. Well, yeah. yeah. She's, she's like, everybody's trying to do something new. You no, know, it's but fine. she's got an exciting life, and that's where you see I, lo- I love he's got his Rolodex. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where his rearview mirror should it. be. Well, did you ever wonder when he opens up the trunk, what comes out of it? Oh, my God. I, like I, I thought, was it cash? Was yeah. it like was it contact? I think it's list? the title to the car. Tax, like on the Batmobile. This I, was the early edition of the Batmobile. Now, what is he driving? Because I'm having a hard time placing that car. <laughs> it looks like a, it's a right? Cordoba. Yeah, it's a Cordoba with Corinthian. No, but a, no, it's not. Le- it's got fur carpeting. Yeah, and it's a, a pimp mobile and a gold so dash. True, so true. <laughs> and t- the tinted windows were a huge deal. Yeah, uh, he was look, like, they he, can, see, we can see out, but they can't see in. And then yeah. he's making faces <laughs> and flipping off the cops. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like that's going to be made illegal like next year. <laughs> well, he's treating tinted windows like they're also soundproof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he's yelling yeah. at the cops too. He's like, we got naked teenage girls back here and it's just it's so stupid i love michael keaton oh he's so have, have any of you seen the uh the uh, ifc show documentary now it, it's a really great show it's um uh, fred armistead um <laughs> i'm sold <laughs> yeah fred armistead, I'm oh dead. no it's fantastic ba- it every every episode is a different um the, the the idea of the show is that it's a series that shows different documentaries and every week they show it. Helen Mirren is actually the host of this. Oh, I'm d- I'm doubly and, in. But okay. what it is is every week is a different, complete spoof of an actual uh, documentary. Uh-huh. And the one I watched last night actually starred Michael Keaton, and it was fantastic. Now it was, is. It was, is this the show that sort of spooked on Grey Gardens? Yes. Where, where yeah. Fred Armisen yes. was um, uh, yeah. one of the uh, Edies? Well, yeah, one of the Edies, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah, it's the same show. I've seen that one. I keep yeah, my Michael Keaton sorry. is in season three of it, and it, he plays like an FBI agent, and it's... So... And we're in the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> God FBI agents, don't hold hands! These do! These ones do. That, that wasn't the car, was it? The Chrysler Cordoba? It might have been. See, look, I'm, I, I have you. it right here. Look yeah, to my... your left. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's ex- yeah, that's exactly what it Jason's was. Jason's looking yeah. really hard at the movie screen <laughs> while Adam has his phone up. Like, Is this look, the car? The Chrysler Cordoba. The 1982 car. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I mean, the prostitutes now, they all own a burger you know, joint. A burger see, I joint. didn't get that. I didn't either. There was no reason to buy Like, if you're like, going to buy them you... a place, yeah. he invested. Some... He invested. No, no, their no. Money. I get that. But why a burger joint as opposed to like some, like a nail salon where they can get their nails done or well, somewhere no, they can get because, their hair done? Because like... throughout the movie, they have ads for that burger joint hidden in different scenes in the movie. Uh-huh. And it gives the impression that this is a very successful chain of burger restaurants. Oh, and so it's it. like he's really, oh, there's Belzer. Yeah, David Belzer, right? Yeah. Who is not a, he's the same 
when he was five years old, he looked exactly like so. that. Yeah. And this is the first time you, he's got Clint Eastwood syndrome. He's looked the same for 70 years yeah. straight. Yeah. Uh, but in Clint Eastwood's case, that was okay. Um, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> wow, slam on Richard Belzer out of nowhere. Sorry, Mr. Belzer. But anyway, uh, we this just is lost a, sec- a listener. <laughs> we've, lost, we've lost yeah, entire Belzer. countries in Bel- one go, Adam. Bel- We're not scared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we lost Canada. We yeah, lost- but losing Belzer is like losing Finland. I think those are, those two things are about. I'm similar. shaking in my yeah. loafers yeah. over yeah. here. I'm, <laughs> I'm so nervous. But um, I love this scene. This is a great scene. It's very yeah. sweet. It's sweet. I wrote it's down really the poem sweet. that she, the last two lines of her poem, because. Well, first of all, let's go back to the guys who threw FDR out of the window. <laughs> and yes, I phrased it that way on purpose. So they threw him out Franklin. the window. But you don't see them again because obviously FDR was, you know, the pimp for Belinda and he was giving a cut of what he was taking from the prostitutes to these two guys. Yeah. And now they figured out that Chuck and Bill are on the scene <clears throat> and they're mad that, you know, no money has been offered the offered to them right yeah. but it takes like an hour to get back to these guys and yeah. they start the movie oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah so it ta- you have it takes a while to come full circle and you're like oh now these guys are going to be coming after chuck that, and bill well, that's that's uh pinch too in screenwriting terms well, yeah yeah well, the yeah. question is where in the crime organizational structure do they you know do they live yeah, I don't know. You know, it's yeah, hard you, to say. You is don't know what their titles man? are. Yeah, yeah, because they seem like enforcers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because they're the ones doing the physical yeah. work of murdering right. people. But they act like bosses. Or they're, yeah, it's the, very, mo- the movie treats them like a boss. They're like they so need a cut. bosses yeah. right now. They're yeah, they remind their me of boss <laughs> title. Right, like in Lucky Number 11 where Morgan Freeman sends the two guys out. And he's like, you know what orders are? Orders are orders. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're the enforcers. Got it. Okay, uh, we're Henry, going to go see the boss. Henry like, Winkler is so goddamn cool when he puts that hat on. <laughs> that pimp hat. Oh, and we've, we've got to mention, <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie and I came to play to this episode because we showed up in our own pimp hats. Yes, and you will uh, have to go on Instagram and uh, look at the pictures. We're going to take a whole bunch of pictures. We'll take a whole bunch before we leave. The, yeah. Don't worry, the, the the NSF ones, when, those will be on the Patreon account. So, um. uh, Most of them will have uh, some tasteful airbrushing. Uh, uh, wait, what? Hold on, that's for a different photo shoot. Anyway, uh, but yeah, we have this nice moment with the Christmas party. Where, but I don't understand the gifts that they get given. So Bill gets a boombox, a very yeah. expensive radio, yeah. uh, slash tape cassette recorder. player, he he tape, tape recorder. recorder. Sorry, yeah, he calls okay. it a tape recorder. Yeah, uh, sorry, I saw it. And thought it was eighty-two. Yeah. My bad. But um, and then they give Chuck. A furry fedora. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that fedora might have been pretty expensive. It might well, have cost as much covered. as yeah, yeah it might it have cost might. as much as the boombox. But yeah. I don't know. Just the, in what instance is he ever going to wear that hat? Because they know that their whole prostitution ring is on the DL. Well, I, see, I think if you look at the the things that they're doing, you know, they're they're investing the money in the um, in the. Uh, Sorry, we <laughs> we can edit that out. <laughs> Zero days without a workplace heads. accident because uh, dark. Well, just... this is the most people we've ever had in the studio it's on true, microphone yeah. either. We, yeah, we <laughs> are kind of crowded. Yeah, we are literally pushing the uh, legal capacity of this. The studio. fire department yeah. is on our ass. Yeah, and they're next door. Yes, so, so we've got to be really, really quiet. No, but if you look at all the actions that Henry Winkler is taking, you know, he buys them the investment in the burger place. He puts them in the pension fund. He's sort of... He's investing in their futures. Yeah, and it's almost like, I'm going to do this for a short period. Like, he's not going out and recruiting new prostitutes. No, he's staying loyal to the women that he's got. Yeah, and it's like, we're going to get you up to a point where 
you can stop and we'll have made money and then we'll all be done. Yeah, for him, there's an end game. There's Whereas an end game. with Bill, yeah. he's no, just Bill happy I, to yeah. be in the moment. But Unless Bill is a supernatural character. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but okay, going back to the Christmas party for just a second, because this this uh, uh, graveyard scene is really funny also because of Michael Keaton. But yeah. the, the prostitutes <laughs> get together and one of them writes them a poem and they say... Uh, uh, what is it she says where because of you our joy is jumping we have this party instead of humping <laughs> yeah and yes. it's, it's it's ridiculous just, but it's also but it's also it's their true. truth it's also yeah. kind of it's touching you know because it's like we we could be you know sleeping with another guy tonight but we actually get to enjoy a Christmas right. party like it real employees and yeah. that's nice see and I think that's one difference they would make but if they made this movie today because there's this weird push nowadays to sort of you know, you're not supposed to say prostitute. You're supposed to say sex worker. Well, you're supposed to say call girl until they're dead, Cyril, and then they're just hookers. Yeah. <laughs> and the reality is that, you know, there's this sort of, you know, well, they're they're sex workers, and this is a career, and they're proud of what they do. And the, well, real, people, and, people and the reality is... People are legalization of it, too. So yeah, I mean. but the reality is it's a terrible job. I don't care how you structure it. You're it's upping- an awful, demeaning, degrading, horrible... Job. No matter which gender is yeah. doing it, because you're right, you're yeah. upping your stats to the point of dangerous. <clears throat> right? Like, it, yeah, it's not it's not yeah, very gender, feasible for very long. No, and gender doesn't play a role. No, I mean, not at all. I, have we seen Midnight Cowboy? You know. Oh goodness. Um, I, I mean, it, it's a terrible lifestyle, and you know, it, it's. I like the idea that Henry Winkler is sort of structuring all this. That. Yeah, you're going to do this horrible thing that you've been doing. You're stuck doing it. But let's make it so that you'll get out of it. You'll have uh, an investment. You'll own this restaurant. And then you can quit. And meanwhile, he's stressing yeah. about the entire process. Yeah, and he is killing himself. But, yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing the Alka-Seltzer and his hair is falling out. And he's like, Bill, there are women like rolling around in beds with men right now. And we're profiting off of it. And Bill goes, God, America's a great country. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how opposite they are in their approach to life. It's, but I like to think that Bill is a character who doesn't really believe that. Uh, and I know I'm reading. I mean, this is me reading more into it than there is. Bill is very that. much in the Rick Sanchez camp that good and bad are artificial constructs. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, it's a challenge. You know, Chuck has got to ultimately be Chuck. He's the moral compass yeah. of the crew. He has to become who he is supposed to be, but he can't stop being Chuck. Oh, well, until this moment where he and Belinda finally find each other because uh, yeah. he goes to her house after. Oh, and they he does have that touching moment where he shows them how he bought the dad the headstone. And yeah. that's where Belinda, that's kind of her tilting point with him, too. She's like, oh, my God, that. Because she sees Bill yeah. buying tuxedos and cars right. and whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, you got your dad a headstone? Yeah. Right. That's so nice. You're so decent. And he's yeah. like, wow, you think I'm decent? And it's, right. they just have a because moment. Because that's what's beautiful about Chuck. He doesn't think that that's a very special thing. No, like, he, he feels like that's his duty because yeah. that's his father. Yeah. It's almost like he just needs somebody... And maybe, and again, this goes back to what is this movie speaking to, you know, as far as a guy, what he's looking for in a woman is someone to say, you're a good guy. You're, you're really good. Like I see the effort that you're making. You know, I mean, that's what it all boils down to. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. I don't care if you're straight or gay. It's somebody saying, hey, you, I validate you. You're good. You're okay. And Chuck is always doing something for somebody else right yeah. yeah you know even like 
fashioning his own hairdo to satisfy his barber. Right. His yeah. barber. Yeah. It, nothing is done for him until this moment here. This and is this goes on way too long. Really? Well, this it's awkward. This thing is, <laughs> well, it, it is a little awkward because he's fumbling Disagree. with their dress, and yeah. they're and the they're both making the out. Yeah, the zippers on the side. They have the glove. <laughs> well, he should have shown the part where he was trying to take her bra off, and you but, know, but re- realistically, like, how is that? Fuck, do you do this? I mean, he never oh, got there with his fiance. Like, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that. The, well, to show that because remember earlier, no, 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 because remember earlier, she's like, try something new, and she's like, I once did it with a guy in a helicopter over his ex-wife's house. House just to mix it up <laughs> and he's like i'd just like to do it once without having to check the apartment first and so this time it starts in on the bed and that's that's very symbolic because it's like oh wow they didn't they didn't do you it in a typical way yeah. Yeah. and then you They're see them in the, in the bathtub tub together and yeah, not so only it's... are they in the bathtub but they obviously never turn the water on yeah because would... everything is dry that that would <laughs> yeah. oh, well, that no, yeah. it was just a place to be. It was someplace different. Yeah, it was well, different. There are pillows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's smoking so much. Like you can tell that uh, Arthur he looks Fonzarelli's not much of a smoker because he's holding yeah. a cigarette like yeah. such a woman. Well, he even says that. <laughs> oh, yeah. did he really? He says, and then he, and he says he's not a, a smoker. I'm not a smoker. And watch, he goes and like. Just, oh. <laughs> but he did awkward that awkward like cough where you can't stop coughing. Yeah, like, yep, shaking. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just you, you look at their faces and it is very much like in this whole weird, absolutely insane world that both of them have ended up living They've in. Cultivated, yeah. Yeah, and then they have this tiny little glimpse of a moment that isn't going to last very long. Well, because his insecurity pipes up where he's like, yes. remember that actress in that movie? Uh, uh, Jane where, Fonda. Include. Jane Fonda, yeah, include, thank you. Yeah. And she Great was, movie. Yeah, he was like in that love scene and she she was just like moaning and screaming like it was the end of the world. And you got to think, that's an act, right? And he looks at her and she's like, I wasn't fake. No, she looked at her watch. watch. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, uh, her watch. And then, yeah. That's yeah. what it, No, but No, but Belinda does tell him, she's like, no, it was real for me. So I know, but that silhouette of him walking in so looks he's so too much happy. like Kermit the Frog walking in. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just so bouncy, like Kermit it the Frog. It looks like Kermit coming in the door. And have you noticed? So he found his a, rainbow I, I connection. With a prostitute, yay! But there is like the change in him. So he was sensible, <laughs> and, it wasn't and he was he was yes. dorky looking, yes. and he wore his earmuffs. And now this has happened, and no more earmuffs. Right? Yeah. That and poor he, plant has been living in that locker for like half this yeah, movie. He's doing yeah. really well, though. Considering, yeah. yeah. He, won't, he won't be dancing once he goes to see his doctor. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's... Or takes a pee later that day. It's Mr. Like, Bo- Mr. Bond, you have every STD in the book. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you have STDs we haven't even that's seen like, yet. I'm good. <laughs> We're good. I'm going to spat out my beer just then, listeners. I apologize. Swallow. Yeah. No, thank you. Do you That's how you re- get in trouble Jeez, in the spits. in the call girl world. Do you need a rubber oh, Johnny? Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to throw the book at you, no, literally. No, Is no, it spits no. or swallows, baby? <laughs> I tried not to go there. Do you My- smoke after sex? I don't know, baby. <laughs> I've never, never looked. <laughs> My son, by the way, was nine. Oh, why are we talking about no, him no, no, all no, of a sudden? No. Because, because he, he, he has access to you know the internet. And he's Unlike like, us back in and the day. And he's like, Dad, I watched this movie the other day, Austin Powers. <laughs> it's great. And I went, yeah, it is. I'm hoping you didn't understand about 80% <laughs> of the jokes. And he was like, can we watch it? And I went, sure, let's watch it. And I just watched it to see, you know. What is shagging? Yeah, mean? what is shag? 
It's I got t- in trouble for that as a kid because I didn't know what Shaq meant. And I was quoting that movie. <laughs> I was at an after-school program, and one of the teachers was like, no, 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 Jade, you can't say that. So, yeah, it was all over. They kept talking about my friend Randy. What, what yeah. does that mean? <laughs> oh, behave. <laughs> Randy. Randy. Hey, everybody. <laughs> that might be our new Mr. Drysdale. <laughs> Sorry, Randy Bamfield. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you, no, surprisingly enough. We've lost Katie. I'm, I'm looking at her face there. We've got to pull her back in. Back to the movie. Back to the future. Yes. Well, now here's the part where he's like, wait. You're, yeah, this scene sucks. Oh, yeah. be a prostitute. Oh. I hate and this it's scene. Like she never mentioned anything about, like, there was never any conversation. Like, I'm going to quit. I'm not going to do this anymore. No, she did ask him. because, Like, the whole thing is that, you know, Fonzie jumps in and he's all elated and happy because he got laid for the first time in the longest where somebody wasn't or trying to sneak a Malamar during <laughs> the middle of it. Yeah, they're not but, blue this morning. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? But he he even tells he's very presumptuous because he walks in and uh, Bill's like, "Oh my god, even Belinda's showing up late today. What the hell?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can bet that Belinda's not coming back to work." Yeah, it is clumsy. It is clumsy it's because very, he's still yeah. engaged to another woman. There's yeah. still all this other stuff going on in his life, but he just assumes that Belinda's going to throw her life away. Well, uh, or her professional but life. To be fair, yeah. we're not sure if he's still with her because I really thought they were done. Because we yeah, never you don't see, see Charlotte well, it, after it, Thanksgiving. That's it, true. It, it's this weird, and again, I don't. You know, the people who wrote this, I don't know what happened in their lives, but there's this weird psychosis that, you know, okay, he's engaged to this woman. He doesn't really love her. Maybe he does. He kind of loves her. He used to love her. Does she really exist? Because and, nobody else has really met her. Well, and, and then, like, you know, he he meets this other woman. He has this thing. And reality just stops meaning anything for a guy at this point. And, you, you know, guys stop... Like once you've made that decision to go over the edge, yeah, it's that's, like he's that's in a, pretty much yeah, it. he's in a world he has no, he has no business living in this world that he's put himself in. It's like borrowed time for him. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah, and I love this scene with Bill. This is a very the sweet one time you see Bill, Bill yeah. be a, a human being. This is the scene that made me think he was a supernatural being. Oh my god, we're gonna be, hear about this. I no, guess. Be, because <laughs> this is the scene where it's in you know if if anybody's read Neil Stevenson, this is the Enoch Root scene where he's. Okay, I'm by myself with her. There's nobody that I can convince to fix this, so I have to fix it myself. Yeah. You know? And he does it in a very sweet, very, you know, kind way. And then he goes right back to being Bill. Well, he has to. I mean, it's that whole theory that, like, when your partner's freaking out, and no matter what the dynamic is between you guys, like, whoever's freaking out is the other one's turn to be calm. Mm -hmm. And Chuck is usually the one who's got it together. He's got the plan. He's got the spreadsheet. He's got... A through Z planned out. Yeah. But then Bill sees him get his heart ripped out by Belinda. Yes. And he's like, hey, you don't want to go visit this John anymore, do you? And she's like, no, I don't. I'm in. And he's like, well, because he almost tries to find some common ground with her for a minute where he's like, yeah, yeah I mean, it's not like you and me. Chuck probably thought you guys fell in love or something right. when you slept together. She's like, I thought we did too. And he's like, oh, okay. And that's a big yeah. humanizing moment for him. It's a game changer right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. It changes well, the whole pace of the movie. And, and this might be one of those situations that not everybody has been in, but I think a lot of people have been in the situation where you have where you're trying two... to get a hooker to go up to a hotel and she doesn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've done it. Maybe at least not in this country. Time or that, Thailand. Okay, or that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he she's from Thailand. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
but when you when you have two people that you know who are dating and you love both of them yeah. and they're both fucking everything up, yep. and you're sort of like, you can't talk to either of them. How do I fix this? Yeah, it's not really my thing, but I feel like I should. Yeah, you know. And oh, Belzer's back. Yeah, and this is one of the most comedic. <laughs> torture scenes I've ever witnessed where these it's two... It's cartoonish with the yeah, fire it's, hose. It's full on Charlie Chaplin. Not just with yeah. the... Well, the fire hose is a little intimidating because they, they're, they've got a knife blade up to uh, Chuck's throat and they're like, we're going to turn you into the next Great Lake like and shove a fire hose down his mouth and like cut holes <laughs> in his I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's like, am I a neck? And, but then they're like, we're going to cut holes in your neck. And he's like, so wait, am I retaining water or am I not? Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Your whole threat is internally inconsistent. <laughs> Maybe this is why they turn to crime for a living. Yeah. They don't I'm have the I'm education. I'm Richard Belzer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it, it is kind of great. And all of this comes to a head really quickly after yes. after a lot of not just exposition, but just kind of filler almost where this movie could have been a little shorter. Well, like, yeah. It, yep. It's only 90 minutes to begin with. No, it's, a, it's no, an hour it's and an 46 hour minutes. And, hour and hour, okay, fine. It's yeah. an hour and 46 minutes. But, well, with, the, cr- with the credits, if you, if you cut the credits oh out, my God. No, because I... Yeah, no, the credits are incredibly They're long. very long. They're incredibly long. As they were long. back then, you know. Um, and the, and the opening sequence is also pretty long, too. Well, that I, yeah. I said this to Kaylee when we were watching it, and I was just like, this is back in the 80s when they actually believed you had to use an entire song for an intro. Yes. As opposed to just cutting it for a little bit. And well, there were rules. Yeah, there nobody, were. Nobody wrote them. Nobody knew <laughs> why they were there, but there were rules you That's followed. just how it was. And you mimicked the art that came before you, so you were like, oh yeah, yeah. I guess I need to use this entire song. I and mean, they- it was it was revolutionary. Um, in the old days, you put all the credits in the front. When the movie ended, there were no credits. It was the end. Movie was over. And then somebody said, this is really boring. Yeah. Let's shift that. You know, we and- alluded to that on the mummy, uh, Katie's first episode where I, I talked about how much I liked the mummy in 1999 because it wasn't like the old swashbuckler right. swashbuckle yeah. movies where the monster's dead. The end it's over. Yeah. The, yeah. You then yeah. get to see, uh, Rick and Evie and all of the guys like escape the, the city as it's collapsing. And then you see the lovers get together at the end and that you get to see all the loose ends tied as opposed yeah. to just, okay, the monster's gone. Right. That's the, the end of yeah, the story. Yeah. The idea of an epilogue, was you didn't have an epilogue no it wasn't a thing yeah but yeah it it, it's funny how all of this conveniently comes to a head because uh bill takes belinda wherever he takes her uh, because you think that he's going to take her back to chuck when they are talking in the car when he's like don't worry you don't have to see this john that's fine and then he's uh, in a club then he's in a club inexplicably and And he's trying to get he's he's trying trying to get get business Business. he's drumming up business and it's really ironic because the two guys are like Oh, uh, we if we bust one guy in this club, we're gonna have to bust everybody because they're on narcotics. Right, they're right, on the narcotics yeah, beat, and they're yeah. like, "God, what do we have to do to get back on Vice?" And then Bill comes up and he's like, you "Which guys- is so full of shit." There is no <laughs> cop no. in the world who has said, "I really want to get back on Vice." But the but <laughs> yeah. the line is so great there because yeah. Bill comes up to them and he's like, "You guys look um, unencumbered by female <laughs> yeah. company. Would yeah. you like to be um, cumbered?" <laughs> I know you can be overwhelmed and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? And that's 10 Things I Hate About You, which we'll be discussing on our next Battle Royale. But um, yeah, so that... 
Yes. But so Bill unknowingly brings two wannabe vice cops to his brothel. Luckily. (laughs) Luckily, yet unluckily at the same time. I really respect that man. I admire that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Chuck is about to be turned into the next Great Lake by the inexplicable crime whatever guys we don't know their labels mid-level. or title mid-level mid-level, mid- mid-level, mid-level enforcers yeah. associate bosses in yes. the worst shootout yeah, associate boss. the worst shootout that's ever happened these they're guys still have... in their probationary period <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no but these the the cops and the crime goons in general have the ability of stormtroopers from star wars they can't hit the broadside of a yeah. barn <clears throat> nobody gets hit yes. at all even I henry winkler his, who's I know, on I that platform this. i love his mugshot yes. wait i wasn't ready can i do it again I do it again. I know it's it's like this is why Michael Keaton was great. Is this exact scene with the mugshot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll find a screenshot of that somewhere, yeah. listeners. So you know oh, by the way, by the way, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, that's where it started. Gr- oh, that guy right there. You see that guy right yeah, there? Yeah. Yes. You know who he is. I know exactly who he is. Who is I he? saw him and I was just like, I know that guy. We're do in the you, jail do you know scene. Who he is? No, I have no he's idea. He's hilarious in this he, scene. He's a voice actor. Please. He's a voice actor. Oh, can you narrow it down for me just a tiny bit? Please. Or will that give it away? He talks like this. Please, Mr. And, it, and his wife was was uh, anatomically, uh, what's the medical term? Absurd. Uh, it was a cartoon yes. movie. A Disney. Disney movie. Oh, Roger Rabbit. Roger yeah. Rabbit. That's, oh, that my God. That's Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. That's Roger Rabbit. That's Roger Rabbit. Whoa. Yeah. And his wife was Cameron Diaz from The Mask? Oh, wait. Yes, that's a yes, different yes, lady. Yes, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like these guys have been working, 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 and that's all he got. And yeah. then years later, he was Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Well, Roger Rabbit is coming down the pipeline at some point as well. Oh, we've absolutely. Got, no, no, no. We we already have a, yeah. another guest lined up who wants to do that. There's so. a, there's a lot. Speaking as a uh, a Disney fan, Disney, you know, I mean, uh, everything Disney, I'm all about. There's a lot of stuff to talk about with Roger Rabbit. Oh God, yeah. is there Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, there's a lot of there's the a lot of there's a lot of Michael Eisner stuff to yeah. say about uh, Roger uh, Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of Disney, don't you just love Variant Brewing, gang? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Variant. Jason's not even drinking That's Variant like the tonight. Second almost spit take. <laughs> I was waiting to say that, too. So, anyway, uh, yeah, we rudely interrupt this nice Disney moment and this diss on Michael Eisner, who's... Well, I wasn't dissing him. <laughs> I, I will. I, was about, I will I was be. About don't say, worry. You yeah. better be yes, aiming yeah, to, or yeah, we yeah, can't be business be, partners yeah. anymore. So, Variant Brewing. So, uh, Katie, why don't you tell us about Variant Brewing uh, and what you're drinking <laughs> tonight? No, Katie's yes, actually been... tell us the history of Variant Brewing. Go. <laughs> we, uh, you did a history report like I assigned you, right? No, she's actually been to the brewery several times. She's familiar with it. So, Katie, why don't you give us your wrap on Variant Brewing? It's one of my favorite breweries, I will say. I love downtown Roswell. It's one of my favorite places to go. And I remember just randomly finding Variant Brewery one day, and I loved it. The Sop Drop and Roll was probably my favorite, but they are not currently. Excellent beer. And they're best paired with a Brendan Fraser movie, if memory serves. Absolutely. It actually says that on the menu. It does. But um, this time, I am having the um, Variant Mai Tai. And it is another um, goza or goze, so I don't goza, know. Goza, yeah. Okay, but it, it's yeah, pretty it's good. good German like... bird, good German bird. <laughs> it, it tastes goza. like goza, but it tastes like somebody put a uh, Hawaiian punch in a beer. It's not yeah. bad, and it's just a great brewery to go and hang out with 
or hang out in with yeah. your friends. And yeah. you can get the standard, which is across the street, a wonderful pizza. I highly recommend their garlic knots. And they I actually deliver to the brewery for free yes. when That's you order right. their food. Yes. Yeah. And if you go to if you go to Variant, get a flight. Because it's very hard to pick which beer is the best. It but is. They don't do that on the weekends. Oh, they don't. They don't. Oh, as I learned. <laughs> well, <laughs> I it gets not. it gets so very packed on the weekends. I usually get drunk during the week, so I don't know. <laughs> Solid. Hey, yeah. If yeah. you're drinking at home with your dog, you're not drinking alone, Jason. That's true. There you go. That is true. My That's... dog and I have some of the best conversations when I'm drinking. I believe yeah. that. Sid, he's so I just, wise. I just wish he would stop telling me to kill my neighbors. <laughs> God. God. Do they own cats? It is gets old. It, it really gets old. Anyway, yeah. before this goes any further off the rails, <laughs> tonight, uh, your beloved Darth guys is drinking the Imperial Raspberry Lemon Goza. And what makes it Imperial is not its Star Wars qualities. It's the fact that its percentage is 10.5 as opposed to its normal 4.8. Yeah, that's the Imperial. There are some of them, uh, I think if the percentage is in the 14s, they won't even sell it in a crowler. So I think this is as high Damn. as they go on a crawler. Fourteen percent. That's think... um, with a, there are a couple of that that have come out that they just don't sell them in crawlers if they're that high. It's, I, it's I, like I, a lethal weapon, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> no, Ooh, Mel Gibson is the lethal they should, weapon. They should brew a beer called the Lethal Weapon. Yeah. No, we're, oh, we're still oh working God, on the Darth yeah. Jader. We, remember? Oh this, yeah. We yeah. need. Well, we need a Goza named after. I'm going to buy then a you... lot of the Darth Jader <laughs> just because. I think I think a bunch of our listeners would Variant Brewing. In case you're listening. But we have a third person. Jason is still on his hiatus from beer, but our beloved Adam Brown is also drinking Variant tonight. Uh, what are you enjoying over there, Adam? Yeah, so I'm enjoying Lumen, the Lumen. So Which, I always say, he, you know, don't be a, a Lumen idiot. Drink Lumen. <laughs> and it says seven months, Ooh, five days. Jokes. And uh, <laughs> hey, I knew a guy with the last name Lumen, and we used to call him Lumen idiot. But it's different here. This is <laughs> you've told this story, have I? Yes, on the <laughs> podcast. Yes, you have. Uh, then don't listen to that. More dad thing. Listen to this one. No, Katie hasn't heard it, so she's a she's a new listener to that story. Excellent, so excellent. But no, but this is all great. of Australia has though. So multiple times. Yes. Well, they've also heard your poop and, corner and story multiple times. True. They've heard about the velvet Maserati multiple yes. times. They've heard us mention. And a to lot be of fair, things. you know, Australia just went ten point four percent weak sauce. <laughs> well, then Adam so. and Katie probably shouldn't even tell you what their percentages are because I know they're less than mine. No, it's wimpy. It's four point two, but that's what I need. I you Ooh, know, I'm mine's four point eight. Ouch. Hang oh, on a second. I, I'm just looking at mine real quick. <laughs> don't don't my, look at my, that. Mine is 40. So, 40. <laughs> yeah, because you're uh, not drinking beer. Because my doctor told me to get healthy, uh, so I don't drink beer. Well, well that, the, the folks in Australia yeah. make it a drinking game every time that you mention autoerotic <laughs> Jesus, Adam. <laughs> we Adam. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all doing shots now. Yahoo! I knew that would happen. No, look, no. In this episode, we are not going to mention autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Squanch. <laughs> I learned so much from you, Darth Jader. You're yes. welcome. And Jason. And yeah. Katie. Hey, you can them. say her name. Everybody knows it. No, yeah, no, no, no. The, uh, I'll, I I'm going to call Jader. them out yeah. on this yeah. show for that reason, because Katie... You're the reason my ID got blown in the first place on the is podcast. Oh, yes. Is it? It was Katie on the Mummy episode, and then it was Adam Brown on Much Ado About Nothing, both saying my real name. Yeah, but to be fair, you've also done it yourself. No, af- only yeah, afterward. Yeah. Only after the, my cover got blown. But then, you know, Jason had to go and make me a damn movie star on yes. on the IMDBs yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, now, I guess the cover's yeah. blown regardless. Can I just say that I really think it's... Probably about ninety percent tonight. I'm gonna be watching Batman. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I, I really I I, I I gotta watch Batman. It's a Monday night. What the hell else yeah. are you gonna do while you make your scale models in your workshop? No, actually, I have to take a break because I finished 
my PBY. Oh, as a former Navy I did man. See oh, yeah. I just finished a PBY five A Catalina. Very nice. Yes. Very my, nice. One of my all time favorite airplanes. If I won the lottery tomorrow, Jacques Cousteau used one of those. Yep. It was a military PBY. Yep. Yeah. I would buy one of those tomorrow and just go from little place in there, like moment. Miami yeah. to the Bahamas and just you know. Anyway, nice. check it so, out on Instagram. We digress. It's Let's not a Burberry kit plane, but you know, but, it's yes. it's pretty special. It's, it's not the bus. Don't you love the Batman shorts that uh, yes. that Michael Keaton is wearing? They okay. were very popular in the early eighties. Yeah. yeah, for tennis yeah. especially. He's I re- going to yeah. Wimbledon. He's wearing yeah. all white. I remember hating <laughs> PE because oh, when yeah. I was a kid in the eighties in PE, it was like okay. All you awkward teen or all you awkward kids, here, put these shorts on. <laughs> well, welcome, no. welcome to being a woman where shorts are either all the way down your knees or they're Up way your butt. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Welcome to that. <laughs> so you just had to deal with it for a few years. Yeah, uh, that's true. Your gender's free of it after a I only age. wear women's clothes now on the weekends. So <laughs> it's, it's totally, you know. Well, along with all the lotion that you put in the basket. <laughs> no, it puts the lotion on the skin. Yes. But it or goes else, in the basket and then the lowers it. Again. <laughs> oh. oh, what a fun movie. Seriously. No, but, okay, so this is some commentary where I'm going to slam on y'all's choice a little bit because we've been able to talk through so much of this movie. Yes, we have. And still keep up with it. I know. Yes. The, the that ba- should tell you something. Yes. But, uh, so we, we did reach a crux where... We, we touched on it a second ago where the Fonz is all mad because he couldn't snap his fingers and go, hey, and get a woman to just do what he wanted him to what he wanted her to do. And so Belinda didn't quit being a call girl or right. sex yeah. worker. Sex worker. Because uh, yes. we've we've got a Whore. couple of terms that we're not allowed. <laughs> yes. Whore. Yes. Sorry. The world's oldest profession. It's an ugly word. What's that? Because we're not allowed to use blackmail either. What? What? No, African American male. No, that's not yes. what we agreed on. Wait, we didn't. Oh, um, oh I'm sorry. something postage. I don't remember. We have to go back to a prior episode. You make all this shit up, and then you don't remember your own rules. It's kind of like this movie, Jason. All yeah. these random rules yeah. and stuff that are happening. But um, so yeah, you get through your downtime where Belinda and Chuck are. She's together. leaving though. I know. Yeah, so she sad. got a condo. She got a condo. But it's a good investment. Yeah. It is a good investment. Yeah, that's what Chuck said. Yeah. Well, she can Ooh. afford a condo because he invested in the burger place that's for true. her. Yeah. Now, this guy, he was yeah, on this Fast Times at Richmond High, right? Yeah. He was I'm... one of the teachers on Fast Times at Richmond High. Yeah, he was... Um... Oh, and the ghost in Ghost. Yeah, and he was uh, the killer in... Oh, crap. Uh, there was a movie where he played a murderer. I don't believe that at all. Yeah, this isn't look, a creepy look. look at yeah, no, yeah, I know. <laughs> look at I know, and I love how small his dinner is. This tiny little box. I thought that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. it's it, like a to-go box. Yeah, like, like a McDonald's, right? Well, it's like almost doubly insulting because it's just this tiny little thing that is <laughs> yeah. the the end of his day that he's been looking forward to. Is that my dinner? And, it, and, and then it's, it, and it's smother. It's drowning in mustard. Yeah, and it's first of all, I know that's a <laughs> shitload of mustard. Oh, well, and also it's tuna fish, right? Yeah, do, that's why it not, doesn't make sense. Does he not they're... understand that you can go to the grocery store and buy cans of tuna? No, fish. if you believe Michael Keaton in this movie, you should actually feed the mayonnaise to the live <laughs> tuna, true. and that's then true. you'll make tuna that's fish. True. Yeah, oh, but, see, here's his epiphany. He's, yeah, he's standing I am up the motherfucking Fonz asshole. <laughs> yeah, look at this. I hit jukeboxes and <laughs> yeah. they play Jailhouse Rock. I own Blueberry Hill. Yeah, 
or what what do they call cuz no Richie used to sing Blueberry Hill cuz he always wanted to take a girl up to like Lovers Lane or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to figure out who, I got to find out who this the, uh, the sandwich delivery guy is. But yeah, it, it's even the dog cows to the new Chuck. What person lets their dog run around the apartment? I know. That's yeah, I, know. So, I yeah. wanted the same thing. Yeah, it's... Because what's funny is that this isn't even... They're very and, big on their shots of feet. Yeah. yeah. Somebody had a fetish. And the roads well, were and all that wet. Well, that was actually a typical 80s thing where you panned up Why, from somebody like raining. rushing through the city streets. Because it's got to be raining. Dramatic effect, Adam. Yes, That's know. the whole and thing. And depth to the scene. Well, and this is, and they even talk about that on oh. the show, You, on Netflix, where it's like, this is the moment where I run through the rain and I claim you back as my girl or whatever. They've got to be running through the so, rain. So, Kay, what I was the name it. of this yeah. place again? You remembered. Paradise something? Paradise Found. Found yes. Yeah. So not I, I not Paradise his, City. I love his ballsiness right here. He's like, oh, I have a membership, but it was lost in the mail. Let me go talk to your manager. Okay, bye. Yeah, just, yeah. He very much uses his uh, white privilege. He's like, oh, I, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I need to be <laughs> yeah, let in. Yeah, his white privilege, because there's clearly a minority <laughs> thing going on in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, oh the way he goes and about like, it is what I'm saying, because he's like, oh, I, d- I, I filed for a membership. Where's your manager? I demand. He's, he's pulling a Karen. Is where's what he's the, where's the towel boy? I want to see you. Now, would manager. you swim in that pool? No oh. way. There is that not is enough chlorine, bromide, <laughs> or uranium <laughs> in the world. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Michael Keaton swings Michael onto the scene on a vine. He's a towel boy. It is awesome. He I went mean, from being a pimp to a towel boy yeah, dressed like that. Okay, towel. Can't take any chances. Guy, yeah. <laughs> well, in puts it in the water. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, because he's not a very good towel boy. But he owns the place. Is yes. Ah, my ear. Yeah. I have one question. I'm for physically you. a boob. Is that a gun boobs. in your coat? <laughs> yes. That comes up later. Though. I know. <laughs> that comes up with Chuck. I'm Italian. It. In the 80s, you could still make Italians all bad guys. You guys should turn some of these into drinking games. Like, anytime you see Italian. boobs, you take a drink, or anytime, like, you we get, ooh, you get really ooh. drunk. I was yeah. about to say, you need well, to set up a sleeping car like, here. There's somewhere. like two pairs. Ooh, have you ever? <laughs> Never mind. We'd have to get Ubers home after that. Like, yeah. That'd be a mess. I can walk. I can walk. actually walk you to my could. house. Yeah. <laughs> but damn, if you're going to take your kid's bike home. <laughs> If I was drunk enough, I, would. <laughs> I, I just meant to transport it drive with a bike. I meant take ah. it home with you, not take it oh, home for no. transport. <laughs> no, I just drive it home. Oh god, ah. it's it's got all these scuffs and stuff, and Elaine's like, Jason, what the hell happened? Katie introduced a drinking game at the podcast. Yeah, that wouldn't go over well. But you're welcome for the story. Exactly. Duh. Your, well, see, this your is life coming... is richer because of it. They check every <laughs> single room. Yeah. And this is coming from a girl who it. thought it'd be good to the good to go to court with your parents-in-law <laughs> to bail out a hooker from night court for the I didn't story say with the parents. I just said. I'd go to night court to it bail would, out a hooker. It, look, I can tell you. Story. I'm a good person. Like be, the time be, I got accosted by a rhinestone cowboy. Look, I can tell you, <laughs> uh, uh, having, That's a real ha- story, ha- exactly. having worked in the criminal justice system, if you ever get a chance to go to night court, In the criminal go. justice system. See? See? <laughs> see? <laughs> because that's when all the fun stuff happens. Not like the murders and all that stuff. That's Not all the, that juicy stuff. No, no. That's whenever it's, if you want to see the prostitutes who, you know, bit their customer on the ass, that's where you go. Uh-huh. And don't we all? What's a live sex act? <laughs> we'll find that out on career day, Mary. <laughs> like, I like how he's roughing her up right now. She's clearly not working here right. yet. No, she's no. not in, like, the bathing suit. No, she is, though, because she goes, no, I changed my mind. Yeah, but she has her coat on. Nobody else has coats yeah. on. They have less clothing than... I guess he wants coats. a challenge. In maybe a maybe his fetish people. is, like, 
killing endangered furries. animals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> furries. Yeah. She has a fur coat no. on. No. I've known fur furries. I wish I did. In what sense? No. <laughs> I, no. Biblical? <laughs> no. Well, she was pretty cute. Well, you know? <laughs> I mean, well, that's not the response. She wanted me to dress up too, though. That was the problem. Yeah, you know. <laughs> There's the perfect yeah. ball. There's the other yeah, perfect ball. Oh, there ball. was. That's a belly flop. That was a splat. Ooh, that's what that he, was. He fell right on his nose. <laughs> yeah. He's Batman. He's, He's got, got the, the splat. splat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice job, yeah. ladies. Nice Touché. We've known each other, what, 20 years? That long? Really? 20 years. Yeah. yeah. 20, 21 Since years. Yeah. birth. Uh, oh, my gosh. You well, thank you, Adam. You're welcome, How ladies. flattering. I try. But um, I didn't know you were 21. <laughs> he just did that. <laughs> no, yeah, I, you're thought, a little you be I thought you were buying those beers illegally. Yeah. Oh, okay. With your fake ID. Prostitution. Shh, Remember my friends <laughs> own the brewery, guys. <laughs> Chill. She's bartering. <laughs> Have you tried prostitution? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. It's effective. <laughs> But has anyone here ever been to a club like that? I I, I didn't I even know clubs like that existed. Uh, they do. No. I was about to say, is yeah. there one Once in again, Alberta? They do. How do you know this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, no, we're not I... talking about the sex party that we're breaking up. I've got my press badge in my bag, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've actually... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see if tonight's yeah. the no, night that it's going down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was, yeah. So, the yeah, the sex party. Tell us more. <laughs> uh, all I know is that when Allison and I went to the brewery, after Much Ado, she was explaining yes. to me her husband delivers pizzas. To the to this place? Uh, well, not specifically, places. but... Yeah, yeah. He's not on, a, like, exclusive with it. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's part not, of the act. He's not yeah. their pizza boy, There's a, there's a fantasy. But, uh, it's a porno. He, he, and <laughs> no. this is the guy... You'll here's remember the pizza this. Here's the pepperoni. Um, he had had a couple of beers with us at our rap party, and he was treating you and me like trick ponies, where he was like, Jade, Adam... Did, no, you weren't there. You had already left. So we're sitting with Allison and her husband, and he looks at us, and he's like, do your favorite scene from the oh, play now. Yeah. And Adam just jumps into a scene, and he's like, okay, now do it with English accents. Now do it like you're from the South. And we were like, what the hell right, is happening care, right now? Do you care? No, but, it, it, yeah, I was like, I can't... He paid no. us handsomely for it afterwards. Shh, stop <laughs> doing them that. No, but uh, Allison favors. did... favors. <laughs> it bartered. Yes. No, with beers from Variant. That's how I get them, you mm. guys, if I'm underage. No, but seriously, uh, Allison did confirm that her husband has delivered pizzas to said party yeah. at the Alpharetta Hotel near the mall. By the Wahoo. Oh, that one. And we are. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Well, no, we're not new, naming there's it. There's a new. We're not naming it. Well, we just. Not the, we're just lot. giving you the. Um, <laughs> they're just giving you the general direction. Yeah, I, I think it was probably about like three three years ago. I found out about this, and it was your friend was there. Yeah. Well, no, it was swingers club. Swingers club. Yeah, it was somebody who told me there was a swingers party, <laughs> and I was like, no Schwinger. bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. There isn't, and you, you know, she swore a swing about a swore that this was a real thing. Mm -hmm. And so now we have corroboration. We do. But she, Allison came up with a really good point is that a press badge is not going to get us into this party. That's no, going to be the antithesis just, of helpful. No, you got to whip the press badge out when they catch you. Yeah, okay. And you go, you and I know what? This. No, you got to bring pizza. It only yeah. it only requires, yeah. <laughs> from what I hear, $20, and yeah. you're in. So it's yeah. no And I'm wondering deal. where you heard you know, the date. You know what the sign of a swinger is, though? Is that I've heard that it's pineapples. Pineapples, yes. We've talked... Uh, we've talked about that. Adam is, is wearing a pineapple oh, shirt. No, 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 this was no, no, just no. given to me today. Actually, it's uh, pineapple. No, it's pineapple yeah. door knockers. Yes. Okay. 
basically. Yes, yes, yes. So okay. if your neighbors, if you're ever out walking Sid, Jason, and you see a pineapple door knocker on one of your neighbors' well, doors, you know, you'll know. When I used to live in, in Houston, and there was a girl that I met at a bar once, and and <laughs> it was it was so fucking weird because I'm you know we're, I'm, I'm chatting her up. And I ask her, what do you do for a living? Okay, totally normal question to ask a girl that you're chatting up, right? That's just rude. And she tells me, (laughs) no shit, she is a professional dominatrix. Cool. She just says it like she tells me, I'm a dentist. You know, know, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, she's the dominating party in every situation, so why would she be? She's not shy. Yeah, 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 no, she was totally open about it. And I'm like, okay, so we have this conversation about it. And at one point she says, look, here's the thing. You live in the suburbs. Um, yeah, I live in the suburbs. She Just goes, look at the way he dresses. Of yeah. course he lives in the suburbs. She goes, do you ever do you ever drive home after work or, or like on a Friday night, you, 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 you go out to eat and you come back and there's one house and there's a bunch of cars in, in front of this one house. You told and me. I, that. I don't think you've yeah. said this on the podcast. I think you've told the story. I though. think I've told you. And, and I said, yeah. And she goes. I'm working that part. There is a decent chance that, you know, you see that and you think, well, that's just somebody's having a bunch of people over and they're having a party or mm-hmm. something. And she goes, there's every much, uh, uh, just a as much a chance that that is the sort of party that I would go to professionally. And I just thought, that is so damn fascinating to think that. Like, but by herself? Like the one dominatrix for no, all those cars? No, or how no, does that no, work? no, no, no. She would be with uh, people who uh, hired her. So she would have somebody with her who was who was her client. Okay. And they would go and it would be this whole big swingers domination, the whole thing. And I'm like, so this happens, you do this in like just suburbs all across. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, it's just a normal thing, you know? And 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 no one else in the neighborhood will know about it. But it's totally true. We absolutely do it. And I'm just fascinated by this idea that you have no idea what your neighbors are up to. Well, there are all those sorts of rumors out there. Like, have you heard about the red lights at the Avalon? No. Oh, okay. So if you're strolling around the Avalon at night and you see red lights in a window, that is apparently a summons for a call girl. Like a red light district kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, that's I, what I've heard. I, I, I've heard something like that when I was in college. There were, um, But that one's not been corroborated like the Swingers Party Yeah, the has, Swingers so Party, apparently, yeah, there's, there's good evidence that Alpharetta has an actual... I really hope that we all don't get, like, murdered now. Because we've said this on the air. Well, you guys, that's <laughs> what I'm like, saying. You guys have said my real right name. Well, yeah. And unfortunately, most of those people, due to who am I know, you said <laughs> they whole, might know you me. You said his the whole name. No, but my date of birth. No, I don't appreciate that. No, I actually gave out your birth certificate on an episode where you weren't here. Mm, I sold it. You. I sold it. Um, no, she has been. Let me tell you something. She will not say when you were born. Thank you. Absolutely. I've literally I never told anyone that. on the planet. But I don't think these swinging type people are the murdering type. They're they're more lovers. They're not. I don't know. Until, you I don't find know. Out, until they find out that someone who used to have a press badge or might still do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finds out who they are. Shmangela. <laughs> Shmona. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You'll find that out on Rick and Morty, Adam. So should we, uh, you know, should we take this on the road to one of those places perhaps and uh, maybe I think we should do all of our sound I, 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 I think we should do an <laughs> undercover episode I agree I'll, I'm in yeah. I would like that I would too that okay would well, we've got two guys and two girls so maybe that's the way to approach it in that all case all you need at that point are a bunch of car keys throw them in the fishbowl uh, we need a dog and, we got yeah. a hole wait, wait we need a safe word 
Get me the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my safe yeah, word. Yeah, the safe word is Jesus! <laughs> the safe word can't be pineapples, because that's no. too obvious. No. <laughs> the safe word is banana. Um, that hurts! <laughs> okay, so I, I got to come up with a rig, so I got to put four wireless cameras... All right, mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. Do it. I'll, on, I'll do figure it, it out. I, I've it. already, I've, I've already got two GoPros on order. I don't know. <laughs> if... Get our fearless press team together. <laughs> yeah, we're top hats. Yeah, top I don't... Hats. <laughs> we're dapper. We'll dress I... Adam like Mr. Peanut and Jason. That'll be the Mad that'll... Hatter Ooh, from Batman. We need to come up with our cover stories. Yes, exactly. We've... Can I be British? <laughs> yes. Or be... a French man? It'll be just like our. <laughs> You're all a bunch of bastards who wants to have sex. My wife forces me into the North America. <laughs> We've already suburbs. got one. <laughs> Well, life is boring. I hate you, you fat, ugly, stupid Americans. This is as free as the sex gets here. (laughs) Twenty American dollars. Uh, I smoke a cigarette like the fawns in Natchez. In France, we smoked before. (laughs) I only smoke after sex, but I've never looked. Uh, All right. Okay. So, So, Operation. uh, operation, We need another code. We need so many codes. Operation. Operation. Operation Strike Strike Zone. zone. (laughs) Okay. Which, by the way, is my feature film. Yes. We are sitting here in the presence of somebody who was in a feature film. (gasps) Where did this come from? I'm looking and it says. It's hard to read. Is it Moldavia? (laughs) It's some Asian country, I believe. It's very popular. Yeah, very popular yes. Asian country. Yes. <laughs> yes. That narrows it down. It's, it's Vietnam. It's one of the yes. top. Um, I'm Laotian. <laughs> I, I helped write the script. They kicked in an extra 50 bucks. You so said that you had to wear your own naval uniform. Uh, I, you? I wore my own uniform. No, we are, of well, course, talking give... about we are, of course, talking about a movie that our friend Adam was in called Strike Zone uh, that you were in. You were... 13 when you were in this? I was about 13. Yeah, yeah, I was young. I played a naval officer. It was a big stretch. A little bit of backstory to this because she wasn't here when you brought this um, movie to blow our minds with because you you just had us put it in the hard drive. You're like, play this movie really quick, guys, before we... I wasn't going to do that, but, you know, I thought he was 13. How do you put it in the hard drive? I was. I look like I'm 13. Yeah, you did. You did. Look I'm like very you, young. Yeah. I'm I was young trying not young. to add up the age. See, that's my biggest held secret yeah. in the universe yes. right now. She promised. Okay. She I, promised. I did. It's our Fire secret. Fire the torpedoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, Katie, so you know, Adam brought this CD-ROM in and we played it on the computer and he said, take it to about this timestamp. And we see this... 13-year-old. 13-year-old boy 13, in a Navy No, uniform. I was about to say yeah. submarine. We see a submarine, and then it zooms in on the guys that are in the submarine. Like in a bathtub. This is and not a por- <laughs> th- by the way, this is not a pornographic film. I know no, that's what no. everyone's thinking. No, no, it was no. filmed at the swingers party Strike that we tend zone. not to know about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he brings in the CD-ROM and puts us at, puts, Money puts us at a certain time. St- oh, God, Adam. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're going down that road, so let's uh, just keep on going. But go open pr- the outer doors. Jays. Flood we those go to and Jason and I are watching the screen. Thank you for paying attention. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we look at the timestamp. We were watching for a minute or two, and Adam goes, do you guys recognize anyone? And we are like, holy shit, it's is Ron that Howard. you? It's Ron Howard. <laughs> it's Opie. Hi, everyone. Yep. It's Howdy Doody. <laughs> oh. Oh. Ron Howard looks like Howdy oh. Doody. <laughs> You 
can't tell me he doesn't. <laughs> no. Hey, if it gets a laugh, it doesn't hurt my feelings. That's true. That's true. I was though, comparing Jay. Ron Howard to Howdy Do. Okay. God, you guys yes, are yes. you guys are useless. Anyway, so a classic so, a classic of Eastern European cinema. So speaking of Ron <laughs> Howard, um, there was a movie we were talking German. about tonight. <laughs> This is, is going to be harder movies. than hell to edit. Yeah. Yes. No, no, we just run the whole thing. It's just oh, coming God. out. Because you there's are... Australian people right now going, drink, 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 <laughs> drink, drink. Maybe they took Katie's idea during one <laughs> yeah. of their breaks. Yeah. It's my favorite show. Uh, that's that's why not we... a more... Like, that was not, country. yeah, that was not, yeah. <laughs> I'm from show. lots of different places. <laughs> like my, my dear friend... I'm sorry, friend... my voice is stuck on shop demonstration mode. Like my dear friend, Dr. Richard Campbell. <laughs> no one can figure out your, that. Your accent's a bit muddled. Just a little bit. It's all over the place. Uh, well, the movie's over now. Yes, no, it's been we, over. We, it's we, have, we have run out I was trying movie. to bring it back by saying, so Ron Howard directed a movie that we watched tonight, but that didn't work. Well, what we ended with was um, Michael Keaton. As Bam Bam. As, at, as Bam Bam. What was the club name, Katie? Paradise Found. Yes. Yes. And you yes. know what that's a play on. Not Paradise City. Paradise Lost. Thank you. Yeah. Paradise City would have been cooler, but I don't think Paradise City was No. That song like that, that song didn't exist back then. Yeah. That came out yeah. four years later, I believe. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Fucking yeah. awesome song. But anyway, um, so okay, so this is the issue I kind of took. And it, it's it's not necessarily with this movie, but with eighties movies in general, was how it ended. Is okay. There's some resolution bef- between the friends, but what really happens? We didn't get into like the litigation or the trouble that the guys got into for forming a brothel in the city morgue. Well, they got out of that. They did very easily. Yeah, because their prostitutes bailed them out. No, well, not no. Because, there was no. it was an election. It was year. an election year. Oh. Was an election. And the power Whenever there's an election be. year in New York, you get away with it. Yeah, yeah apparently great. that's <laughs> how I love that New works. York. Yeah. Well, the lawyer said the powers that be at the time were embarrassed that they were able to get away with such a farce in the city. morgue. Morgue. So they they were willing to let them out that trap door for it, and that's when Fonzie melts down on Batman and attacks him, and the hookers separate them. Mm-hmm. So then they go through that you know friend funk that, where they don't talk to each other for a little while, and yeah. the girl and the guy aren't together, and it's like because he called it, her a whore. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. That was very rude. Yeah, yeah. that hurts. That um, hurt. So, but then Fonzie has a change of heart when he. It comes near to beating up his sandwich delivery guy for That's smearing mustard on That's his doors. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, he tells the dog to shut up and go home. He tells he dominates everybody in his building, and then he runs dramatically, yes. like you said, Adam, in the rain to yes. the club to go find the woman that he loves. And uh, sort of, do, do you know why they did that? By the way, why it was always raining in these movies? Do tell. They um, because Mel Gibson crashed into a uh, fire hydrant. No, be, no, because <laughs> when they would film the sidewalks in New York. The way they would come out would just look like a flat, ugly gray color, oh. and somebody figured out if we just if we just have water there for some reason, it'll look really really interesting and cool. No and so that's why that's why in all these movies there's always a rain gag, Trivia. always because oh, it, yeah, check it out. No, it adds depth to the scene. Yeah, it really. Otherwise, it would be a flat. Yeah, it would be very it, flat. It, it, it gets some sense. separation and stuff like that. So it's always you have characters doing shit in the rain. You know, okay. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he runs to go get Belinda. Who's? Can we just say it? She's like four feet taller than <laughs> than Chuck. But... I mean, he was in the lineup at the police station. He's like five five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Michael it's Keaton. It's sort of a Tom Cruise Kelly McGillis thing from Top Gun. Or Tom Cruise yeah. uh, Nicole Kidman thing. Or Tom Cruise. And... <laughs> Either way, pretty Any much other anyone. Woman yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair. But no, it doesn't matter. But he, you know, he gets the girl back. He makes buds with his friend again. All fences are mended. But then. 
you know, he got his job back at the morgue, and then Bill gets fired from being an illustrious towel boy at Paradise Found. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then they just, like, march off all happy into the city, and that's the end well, of the movie. And, that, and they and start jumping up and down. We escaped Paradise Found. Yeah, and that's, the well, that's the thing. No he, one's following us. Yeah. We're good. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, and that, we cross that's, the street. We're that, safe. It, it only makes sense. If Bill is a supernatural character. Oh, my God. <laughs> because think about it. He's so happy because his whole objective was to get these two people together. He's so happy because he has a coat on now. Yeah. Well, but his, his legs have to be cold. I was about though. to yeah, say. His legs have to be freezing. And, well, in yeah. some of those shots, you had to wonder, is Michael Keaton wearing underwear? Because I feel like we saw I, a little I too much I don't think he was, no. Scenes, I, I, scenes I, where he's jumping. He's and committed. Yeah, I think he was a character. That was like Dustin Hoffman doing it. You know? My dear boy, yeah. why don't you simply try acting? It's far easier. <laughs> Thank you, Laurence Olivier. Yeah. But... No, but yeah, you just have them prancing off into their future, whatever that may pertain of, you know. They, but that the was... only two of them, well, only one of them has a job. <coughs> only Chuck has a job because Belinda quit True. the club because she was about to be a prostitute at But the club Bill's and... going to be fine. You know Bill's going to find another job. One of his tape deck He's gonna, ideas yeah, is going to pan gonna out. Up. Yeah, and, you know, they kind of alluded to, and it was sort of a ham-fisted thing where he, uh, Chuck says to Belinda at some point, you should do something else. You're very bright. And she really yeah, hasn't she kicks done him any- out of the apartment. Yeah, she hasn't point. really done anything to demonstrate brightness to him. Yeah. You know, so that's she sort of left what- with him. Well, and when you sleep with no, no, someone, no, 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 that was before. That was way before. That was way before. Oh, because really? oh. that was when uh, he rescued her when she was beaten up, and the bluebells beat him up. And he's like, <laughs> "Have you ever tried doing something else? You're very bright." And it, right. it's almost like an empty compliment. That was kind of a Christopher Walken. You're very bright. You're very bright. Uh, it's you. You you got the wrong profession. It's all wrong. Yeah, uh, he was talking he, to me in the wrong. He's, tongue. he's more of on the demand side of prostitution. <laughs> I think. You're very bright. God, but yes. yeah. So that's kind of the end of the movie, and it's it's got a happy feel to it. But um, so ultimately, is this where we come down on your movie choice, or how do we want to do the battle royale? Well, look, I I'm going to stand by this movie. Um, because as I was watching it today, and we've said this a million times on the show, when you watch a movie like this that you've seen a bunch of times, Mm -hmm. but you're watching it with the standpoint of, I'm going to be talking about this. I need to actually... It's an entirely different Yeah, it's a whole different experience. And I was watching it, and, you know, I really found myself pulling for Chuck, and I wanted Chuck to do... And and, and I really wanted Belinda to be happy, too. You know, And, and... when it ended, it's an 80s movie. Look, the best 80s movies. I mean, 16 Candles. I mean, all, all you the... You get caught between the moon and New York City. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're all they're all silly, and they're, the, the scripts are kind of shallow and things like that. But they have this sort of, you know, pathos to them that make you really sort of go along with it. You want the characters to end up happy. Well, and you have those days in real life too, because yes. people think that's unrealistic to not have everything sewn up perfectly, and that, but that's life. Yeah. Some days you do march off into the city. You know, you're like, yeah. you know what? I just lost my job, but that's okay. I'll well, find another one. Look, it's it's the reason why sequels, uh, particularly in the '80s, why sequels always sucked, was because '80s movies ended with an unrealistic ending where. Everyone's happy because the guy and the girl got together. Well, the reality is you still got to get a job and pay for shit and you got to get a house 
So in the <laughs> sequel, it's always like, okay, well, we fell in love and we're true loves and all this other stuff. But then it's like, oh, well, but all this other crap happened. And well, it's the Beatrice and Benedict. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Shakespeare, what happens to them after they get married? I don't <laughs> What does their sitcom look like? How the hell do I know? <laughs> <laughs> they... You know, they're, they, they... No, we fleshed that out in a prior episode, yes, so it I doesn't know, matter. being the cool it's, couple that, Yeah, no, yeah, but it's a yeah. joke. That's the yeah. point, is that, like, with them, it's it's still open-ended. You don't need to get any more specific as to what happens to them later. Right. All the rest of it's just, it'll work itself out. Exactly. You just yeah. have to operate on the assumption that everybody's going to wind up happy. Yeah, and in addition to that, it, it's a great history, kind of a history lesson of what New York City was like in the Absolutely. 80s. If you go visit New York City now, go down 42nd Street... Where the Lion King is playing, or where yeah. Chevy's is. Go to Times Square. Go to Times Square. Yeah. Times Square used to look like that movie <laughs> yes. in the eighties. Yes. I am not kidding. No, it was. It I was would exactly get out and that. I would walk down the street sometimes, and I'd be accosted by prostitutes down where the Lion King is. I'd go visit a friend who lived on the Upper East Side. It was amazing. I would, I would grow facial hair and wear like an old army jacket and just walk with my head down it was menacing yeah and that that was a taste of what it was like you saw the graffiti all over the subways it was just you know it was it was a different place and it was just a good lesson as to what new york city was like what it you know what it could one day and, become and, again and but, unfortunately i as somebody who loves new york and i do i absolutely love that city it's kind of heading back in that direction, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, it's... See, I've never been, so I have to take y'all's really? You've never been to New oh, York City? You, you should Darth go. You should Cater. go one of these days. Take a chance. Go to... I mean, look... Let's I, all go. Let's make. Let's go on a field trip. Oh, my God. I would go to New York. Let's I go gotta, to Daniel I, Craig's hey, house. Hey, I got a place to stay. <laughs> Oh, that's we, right. We go to New that's York. Right. I, I can. We can. I can put us all up. All right. All we, right. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't play. I will. I, I will tell you this. Being from the South, people. I, I said this to people, and they're like, "You've you're you're crazy." But this is the absolute truth. I've been all over the world. I've been all over this country. The one place that I have found where people are the most like people in the South, as far as like friendly. Open up your doors. Come on in. You know, just you, you know, really great people. The most like that is uh, the people in Brooklyn. Really, the people in Brooklyn are the nicest, best people in the world. They really are. You know, they're kooky. They're weird. They're you know, it, again, like the South. They know. are what they are, and they're fine with that. They're absolutely cool with that. But they are the most down to earth, good people in the world. Um, of course, this was Manhattan. Right. Oh, absolutely. A little different story. Yeah. 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 But having said all that, that is, I would stand by this movie now. But where does it stand on Alf to Seinfeld? Um, <clears throat> That's ooh. our definitive scale. That is. Uh, is everyone in the room familiar with that scale that we've come up with? Well, please enlighten me. Yeah, for new for new listeners. No, no, yes. no. I'm asking, like, if if we haven't explained it to you guys, and no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that in. we have. I don't think we did. I've okay. seen Alf and I've seen Seinfeld. Help me. Okay, yes. so the way that it works is when we officially started this podcast on Rocco's Modern Life of all things, we established a very professional scale. Yes, trademarked by yes. the way, yes. and it's it's a flip flop of a scale in the sense that Alf is the lowest you can possibly be because as a kid. You love that show, and it's a puppet, and you just don't think about the substance, and it's great. And then you turn into an adult, and you're like, this is utter crap. 
Yes. So that's Elf, and that's why he's on the bottom of the spectrum. Okay. Whereas Seinfeld is at the very top of the spectrum because when you're a kid and you watch something like Seinfeld, that's the equivalent of your mom running into her best friend Janice at the supermarket and talking to her for 45 minutes when you have literally nothing to do and you want to kill yourself. Was Janice hot? <laughs> Irrelevant. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Objection, so- your honor. <laughs> You just got to stare at hookers for two hours. Get over it. And some uh, boobies. <laughs> yes, you did. And so Katie but, highlighted them, by the way. I'm going to bring yes, that. Yes, yeah, yes. we were first time you've we, actually. We, said I didn't that even word. notice. We would Katie's like, comment them. Yeah. Yes, we wouldn't comment on them. <laughs> Adam actually said autoerotic asphyxiation. I said it. Yay! Oh my god! Before he said boobies today. It's so like Pee Wee Herman. It's like the word of the day. Oh Jesus! The word of the day is hooker. <laughs> Again, the word of the day keeps being hooker on yeah, our podcast. Maybe prostitution is sort of a theme in this uh, show. But getting back to the scale, so Seinfeld yes. as a kid, it was kind of torturous because you're just like, what are these grown-ups even talking about? But then you grow up and you're like, this is the most insanely brilliant show I've ever watched in my life. I hate moving. I hate it when friends call me on the yeah. phone when they could have texted me or what. Not that texting was a thing back then, but you mm-hmm. get the gist. So on a scale of Alf to Seinfeld, where do you fellows think that this movie falls? I would give it a, about a seven, and I'll tell you why. When I was a kid, I didn't appreciate... Henry Winkler was a funny person who was doing funny... I mean, you know, it was a funny movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, it's not even really a question of getting the jokes and things like that. It's like, but, oh, the dog chased him down the hallway. Yeah, you know, he's a but loser. <laughs> you know, as as somebody now, I look at it and it's like it. And this sounds so it's like it's it's a ridiculous movie, but to be fair, you appreciate the sort of ennui that exists in Chuck's life. Nice use of ennui. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, I mean, that this this frustration and all this sort of you know existential you know emptiness. Mm-hmm. And then he seizes on this crazy opportunity to have something more and to fulfill himself. I, I very I, risky business style. <laughs> well, another movie where somebody, yeah, again, writing the the, yep. the popular eighties meme of uh, You're welcome. You know, normal people becoming pimps, um, <laughs> inadvertently I, or otherwise. Yeah, and I, I I think that the movie is I enjoy it more now than I did. So I think it would have to go high up on the Seinfeld scale. It's not. I mean, no, that's it, no. That's the purpose of the scale. Yeah, it's nowhere you near it more than you used to. Yeah, it's yeah. no. It's not. It's nowhere near Seinfeld, but it is damn sure a lot further away from Alf. Which, you know, Fair. there's so a, it, there's a, a reason seven. that's at the bottom of the scale. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would give it about a seven. Got yeah. it, Mister yeah, Brown. I, how about you? Well, I I gave it more of a six. I, I just felt it was a middle of the road movie. I enjoy the movie for many reasons. First of all, I understand all the characters. I've kind of grew up with many of them. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing them performing different roles than they have in the past. Having lived in New York City for a few years myself, I like to see what New York used to look like before I got there. Yeah. Okay. Where they yeah. used tokens. They still use tokens. Yeah. He put a little yeah. coin in there and went yeah. through the turnstile. That's long gone. And, and just... You know, all the various actors that were up and coming that just made little teeny cameo roles. And I just, I enjoyed it from start to finish. It was a feel-good film. Yeah, and how cool is it that it was Ron Howard's first movie? Yeah. You know? I mean, you know, this is the guy who went on to direct Apollo 13 and, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, and this is where he started. The Ron Howard. Yeah, the Ron Howard. Did he do Cocoon? 
Yeah. He did Cocoon. Yeah. yeah. He did a lot of great films. Yeah. You know. And then he was the narrator of Arrested Development. Yeah. Uh yes. Yep. Yes. And course. now he, and now he teaches a uh, master class on uh, directing. Does he? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you can sign up for it online. Oh my god! And you can have Ron Howard teach you a master class in directing. I have no interest in directing, but I would love to take I know. that class. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it's sort of yeah, exactly. It's like Bob Ross painting. It's like I don't really want to like paint, being, but you know. Yeah, it's like being beaten up by Muhammad Ali. Yeah, At least you, yeah. I learned directing yeah. from Ron yes. Howard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's I, th- I you know good. a six to a seven. I think it's a solid six point five. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, you know, as scientific as the Alf to Seinfeld scale. <laughs> and, and what it's year? Incredibly yes. What year was your film made? The one that we're going to be enduring? Nineteen ninety nine. The same as Katie's first episode, The Mummy. Oh, ninety nine. That mm. would be seventeen years yes. later. Yes. A whole L- lifetime. Very, very different uh, era. Yes. yes. I was yes. twenty. But yeah. with so many different, so many Shakespearean uh, links, you got, you're going to appreciate, especially having been in Taming of the Shrew, Adam. You'll you'll appreciate See, it. We picked this movie while thinking of you guys. We're emotionally manipulating oh, you, is what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, and there is one of the leads who is now gone. Uh, the Joker. Is there? Oh, Ledger, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Jeff Ledger. Oh, yeah. and Ledger. I, I know I said I'd stop mentioning Kaylee, but when I, I showed mm. her that movie as well, I showed her both because she's interested in the podcast. It's just that she's too young to appreciate yeah, most of the yeah. episodes for what we've talked this about. This is this is your. Uh, how old my is cousin, she? she's about to be 17. Okay. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah. no, no, she's not like a 12 year old that I let watch night shift. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that. T- Tara, she's allowed to stay at my house. I promise. She's we were, we were doing uh, lines watching, you know, <laughs> night shift. Exactly. Damn it, man. Yeah. No, but um, it's really, this is the one Jason, you tease me about for letting her watch Rick and Morty, but she's, mm-hmm. she's almost 17. So, yeah. Eh. But uh, she also watched 10 Things I Hate About You with me because she was like, I want to see some of these movies that you talk about on your show so I can listen to your episodes and know what you're talking so about. So show her Death Race uh, 2000. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> she was in the car with me. She's like, so what are the other movies you've done? I was like, well, some of the recent ones. We talked about our play. We talked about Clueless and The Mummy and Much Do About Nothing. Uh, you're not allowed to watch Death Race 2000, so that doesn't matter. I wonder, you know, I would <laughs> but actually... she had me watch Freak Show with um, uh, yeah, I know American Freak Horror Show. Story. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is way worse than Death Race 2000. You know, oh, I, I would be, yeah. I would be interested to see if she watched it, if it would scare her um, at all. She said she's seen like bits. In, I think she watched it at some point, but she's the watched old, it so older far. New. After, older new. Old think one. about the this. She, as almost 17, she was born in 2002. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It offends mm. my sensibilities to say that out loud. Yeah. No, but with Heath Ledger, going back to what the reason why this is relevant is because uh, he walked onto the screen when I was showing her that movie because she had never seen 10 Things I Hate About You either. And I was like, okay, so here's a movie that I grew up with that I really like. And uh, she was like, wow, he's cute. And I was like, <laughs> well, I was like, you know who that is? And she goes, no. I was like, the Joker? <laughs> and she was like, which one? I was like, good question. Very, um, yeah, very fair question. That's I was like, Jack Nicholson. It's not Jack Nicholson. It's a young Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. Very no, no, young. No, and I'm going to bring up a fun fact about that when we do our movie because he ties into that movie as well. So, okay. Um, All right. Anyway, but she knew him as the Joker, but she did not know 10 Things I Hate About You. So I was like, the Christian Bale Batman, that's the Joker. And she was like, the guy who died? And I was like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what. but that's what he looked like when that's I was River younger. Phoenix? Oh, my God. But, oh, no. Just say no to prescription River's drugs. dead, not yeah. Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin sure. is about to be the Joker. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? It's yeah. so strange. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, uh, as far, going back to this movie, getting <laughs> off all of that, because uh, that's just a teaser for Katie's and my episode. Time. Yes, for 
Battle Royale Part 2. <laughs> so, Miss Katie, where would you put Night Shift on the scale of Alf to Seinfeld? Okay, on that scale. Yeah, because um, remember, Alf is pretty far down there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a um, solid zero. <laughs> yeah. If not in the negative. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I'd give it a solid four. All I right. Think. That's fair. Yeah. Why is that? Okay, so it's got a good cast. Okay, it's got, I mean, it's got Ron Howard directing it. It's sure. got Michael Keaton. It's got the Fonz. But Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but because, but it isn't the Fonz that we that like. No, it's not the Fonz. It's not the it's, Fonz. Right, yeah. so it's the Fonz it lost twin. <laughs> tears that down a little bit for me, so I wasn't a fan of that. Um, it is a little Hollywood. It took forever to get there. Like we like you read the synopsis. It talks about them being pimps, and you're like, oh, we're an hour in now. They're thinking about this idea. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think Deuce, Bigel- Deuce Bigelow became a pimp faster than these guys did. Absolutely. <laughs> well, he Absolutely. would be. Yeah, it was... Or he was a gigolo. Sorry, he wasn't. Yeah, a pimp. yeah, that's true. He was a gigolo. Yeah, probably could have become Apparently, a yeah. pimp faster than they did. <laughs> I mean, but yes. I mean, it, it was uh, as Adam pointed out, it was a good, a feel good movie. So I mean, it's not bad, and it was a, it was a happy it ending. Was, you know, it yeah. was almost, yeah. a, it was. A, <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that, Jason. I try. It was almost like. Um, <laughs> the sad so is that that's not the first time I've heard you made that yeah. joke. Really? It was almost like getting that old. Hey, no, 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 it's talk. Let her talk. Oh, sorry, Katie. Sorry, Katie. Back to you. Thank you. It was like a historical documentary too, so we could see what New York looked like. It before, is before yeah. Jade, Darth Jade, or not. We're, we're born. It's, it's over. They know my name. We're Who born. Gives it to you covered it up so well. <clears throat> What's your social security number again? <laughs> I sold Adam's birth certificate. I might as well sell mine. No, but Jesus. you're absolutely right, though. It is. It's sort of like a time capsule. Yeah. You know, it's like a little glimpse of hey, this is what it was like in 1982. Yeah. yeah. But what gives it the solid four is that I had never heard of this movie before. Jade said, "This is what." The movie is. Yeah, I sent her a picture of the poster just so she wouldn't mix it up with any other what, night shifts. What, what's what, really fun is if you watch the trailer, because the trailer looks like the trailer's like a ancient. train wreck. Yeah. It is so bad. Yeah. Quality. Trailers were awesome back then. They just sort of slapped together stuff. It was and... the Paul Feig like Caddyshack of like, here's a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, not Paul Feig. Feig. Yeah. It's Sorry, not Paul Feig. Feig. Um, yeah. Sorry, um, I'm completely mixing up my director. Original Caddyshack, where we were like, it's just a bunch of funny clips that yeah. they strung together with a gopher as a through line. Well, that's and, what trailers used to be is just a bunch of random and, clips. And by the way, you know, we selected this movie. We actually got this down to a decision between two movies, and this movie was won wondering, by a coin toss. Adam, do you want to tell them what the other movie was? Yeah, I want to know what the process another, was. A bit another to... classic. Before Movie. I get to my final part yeah. on the scale, so yes. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, it was much like Death Race 2000. It was totally organic when they said, what was a kind of a cool, cool guy film? Though I thought you girls might like this. You ever see Vision Quest? A long time ago, yes. Yes. That was uh, that was a cool... Now, I haven't seen it in... That's kind of a trippy movie. Yeah, it's been a while. I haven't seen it in 20 years or so, but uh I just remember it. It it felt really good, but I I don't know if it stands the test of time. It does involve a lot of of guys wrestling. A lot of men. Yeah. I I was kind of sort of... David you know, Carradineing each other. You know, like, let's go this way with it. Uh, I, I'm going to nudge you in this other. Well, I was I was trying to find a movie the girls might like too. I wanted a high ranking, but but then what it came down to is you know Jace, Jace Vader, 
whatever your real name is. Everyone no, has no, a, I use my everyone real has name. a real oh, name. Jason. Yeah. He's always used his real name. <laughs> Jason just said flip a coin, so I flipped it, landed in the carpet. I took I a picture of it. I figured that's what, no, you, and and you sent took, it to me. <laughs> I sent it to both of you. I thought maybe one of you, but <laughs> but he won. And we he got doesn't answer shit. his text messages ever. I know. He'll, that's why I sent it to both of you. He'll answer it for me maybe 12 hours later, but it's yeah. always better to talk well, to Well, you me. don't want to get people you know, assuming that you answer these things. I know. You know. I believe you're like, uh, do I have to talk to this guy? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. He likes you, Adam. It's just a joke. No, well, that's why I, I don't, my feelings don't get hurt because I know he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's not you. It's everyone. Yeah. Right, it's like he said, he's a Capricorn. He hates everybody. Yeah. yeah. He just hates us on a little bit less. No, I'm even worse. I'm actually an a, uh, Aquarian cusp Capricorn because I'm almost an Aquarius. So I've actually got all the bad qualities oh, from God. both of them. Yeah. All right. So. But anyway. So I think on balance we have established. Well, hold on, I haven't gotten. Oh, to my oh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, yet. sorry. So sorry. We'll, we can close with that and then yeah. do anybody's social media. Now that two more people in the room are on social media since the last time we had an episode together, which is amazing. But um, I'm gonna go with a similar grade to what Katie gave it on the Alpha Seinfeld. I started around a four. But I'm going to go with a five listeners because of Henry Winkler's tennis shoes in this movie. <laughs> they give him an extra two inches in height, I want to say, and they've got pink bases to them. And even back then, because Kaylee was watching this movie with me, she goes, even Michael Keaton's making fun of those shoes in the middle of the movie. I was like, yeah, they were ugly back then. And they're ugly now. Yeah. But it's like it's like you guys kind of said, that the humor holds up despite the fact that the plot is utterly ridiculous. Uh, but... Other than that, it just it was it was kind of a feel good movie, despite the fact that it's completely loaded with prostitution and immoral, yeah. immoral you know happenings. So yeah, you know, I, I liked it more than I wanted to, but that's probably one of the lowest ranked movies I've ever watched. Is probably a, a five. Do you right. think the Me Too movement would have a problem with it, or is it? It's it's kind of tough how you yeah. would come with out, the beatings, I mean, yeah, uh, because but they were trying to help them. No, no, no. Oh, wait a minute. So what's your question angled toward? Like, would like, the Me Too you know, movement have a problem with legalizing the prostitution in the way that Bill and Chuck did? Or do, okay, like, let's not get into the, the movie whole, in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's a whole... That yeah. was a throwaway yeah, line. We, we, we could go <laughs> way deeper. Do you see the notes I take? You uh, should understand do. better than ask me loaded yes, questions yes. like that. All right, so where can we find anybody who wants to be found on social media? Whoever wants to pipe up with that before we do our sign-off with our social media. Well, um, I, I know you're on Instagram. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at at Kate underscore A underscore E-M. Yeah. And I am uh, also on Instagram uh, at North Foggy. I am not on Instagram. You need to get, you need to get yeah. there, man. Yeah. I mean, hindsight is horrifying represents me pretty fully, I feel. Uh, so you can find us at hindsight is horrifying on Instagram, right? Is that and you can, you can reach me at ARB, uh, at AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so nothing, nothing at all. Okay. Uh, he's got a, he's got a countenance novel, but nobody does that anymore. So yeah, his CompuServe account finally got shut down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he goes to Alta Vista and then yeah, asks yeah, it to take yeah. him to Google.com. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> You're going to miss me when I'm gone. You know that. Oh, Lord. But, listeners, you can also find us on Twitter if you're... Yeah, for the we three, doubt... of, three of you that are still on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, at Hindsight Horror. We also have our Facebook page, which has a phone number on it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's also a very old thing to say. So can, they, can they text in? 
Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, can we, you? We, well, we, I don't know if you can or not. Well, we Jason do have we do have the capability to you know if you want to call in, we can do that. Um, Especially if you live in Australia, we will take. Yes. we will f- we will record when it's convenient for you. That's how much we love you, Australia. Yeah, yeah we'll stay. We understand up to the time difference. Whatever time it is, we'll ask Siri what time it is, and we'll, we'll ask Jeeves. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll go to ask Jeeves. <laughs> But I think I think that is a a good place to wrap up the first uh, the part. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <Battle Royale>. yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes, thank you. Um, this is the uh, this is the a good place to sort of wrap up the uh, the the end of the first round of battle royale, which will I am absolutely certain end with a completely decisive decision where we will all agree. On which is the better movie? Surely, we'll there is no other alternative. But in the meantime, we finally have the man, the myth, the legend in the studio tomorrow evening, listeners. You don't know him yet, but you will love him. His name is Morgan Rogers, and he will be discussing Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. We've been looking forward to this recording for quite some time. Jason had to go out of town the first time yeah. and cancel on the illustrious Morgan Rogers, which people don't do. But he'll be in the studio tomorrow to record that episode, so it will be out soon. And also be on the lookout for Aladdin, the next episode that we'll be releasing, as far as I'm aware, if Jason ever gets around to sending it to me, so I can write my hilarious show notes, um, which only Katie reads. So in order for me to write those funny, funny notes for her, Jason, I need that episode. So You got it. Listeners, thank you, as always, for spending your drive time, your, you know, whatever time. That you spend with us, the time that you should be spending doing with, something more important with loved ones or whatever. Being with your family. Yeah, we, we get it. <laughs> working. We get it. Yeah, working. Australian yeah. truckers driving. Yeah. Uh, we we love you, Australians. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in 12 hours from now, guys, and uh, we will talk to you next time. This has been Darth Jader with... Katie. And... Adam. <laughs> God, that was loud. And last but not least... <laughs> I think his name is Jason. <laughs> Not. So until next time, Sorry, listeners. We, we startled him. <laughs> and, and this is Jason. And we bid you a formal adieu until next time. Bye. Find sight out. <laughs>